It's the Who's Your Sophisticated Show Question all the things that you know Steve likes the weed Steve likes the weed Talk about DMT The DMT Who's Your Sophisticated Show Who's Your Sophisticated Show to this morning meditation that will help you to harness a sense of inner peace that you may carry with you throughout your day. Whether you've woken up feeling calm and collected or anxious and unsettled, this meditation will draw you deeper into the stillness and serenity of your core being. For this meditation, you may choose any position that is most comfortable to you. A seated posture will harness an increase in energy for the day. However, if this does not feel accessible to you in this moment, allow yourself to remain in a straight, lying down position, resting on your back. Take a few moments now to explore which posture will best serve you for this meditation, making any adjustments necessary. Once you're settled, I invite you to begin by simply taking a few moments of mindful breath awareness. Observe the natural rhythm and flow of your breath, making note of how this life force nourishes and sustains you through both waking and sleeping life. Though you may consciously guide your breath in a particular direction, It does not require any effort to perform its task. It is a well of wisdom of its own accord. Take a few moments now to pay closer attention to it, perhaps giving thanks for its presence. Though we do not often grant it much attention, the breath is a steady anchor that is always available to us to help us settle into the space we are in. Before we move forward with our daily activities, grounding ourselves in this space and time helps us to shed any feelings of anxiety, restlessness, or fear that may be lingering in body or mind. So take a few minutes now to simply observe 
the space you are occupying and the breath as it nourishes every cell of your body. Inhale, allowing the stomach to expand completely. And exhale, allowing the abdomen to soften and all muscles of the body to be released. If you have woken up this morning with any feelings of heaviness, of worry, or of uneasiness about what this day will bring, see if you can softly detach mentally from this sensation by noting its presence in the body. Detaching does not require us to suppress or deny. Instead, it is a way of shifting our relationship to whatever we are experiencing. So beginning at the toes, gently scan your way through each and every muscle group, witnessing if there is any tightness, any heaviness, or any tingling that may be present there, and perhaps associated with your mental or emotional state. If you feel calm and at peace already, Continue to witness this harmonious state you are in, focusing on the steady rhythm of your breath as you enjoy these moments of serenity and stillness ahead of the day's activities. Making your way up towards the head, tune into the muscles around the eyes, the eyebrows, and the forehead, seeing if you can soften this area even further. As you do so, notice if the breath or rest of the body changes in any way. Notice, too, if there is a shift in the state of your mind. Hold your entire body in your conscious awareness now. Breathing into each cell of the body as you rest here with nothing to do yet and nothing to accomplish. Sink into the pure bliss of simply being here. The beauty of morning meditation is that it sets the stage for the rest of the day, granting us the opportunity to harness the energy we wish to experience as we move into the world. So I invite you to take a few moments to tune into the heart space as we explore our deepest yearnings. Drawing your attention to the chest, witness the heart opening and softening with each full breath. On each inhalation, the chest expands, and on each exhalation, it softens, freeing up any stagnant, fearful, or tense energy that may be lingering. Continue to breathe through the heart space, seeing if you can connect with what this space represents to you. The heart is the center of our being, the meeting place of earthly and spiritual energies. As such, it represents balance, harmony, and wholeness. When we operate in the world from the heart of who we are, 
we feel a great sense of alignment with everything around us. As each and every new day opens us up to the unknown, moving from the heart space helps us to embody a greater sense of inner peace. Trusting the heart and allowing it to be our guide helps us to surf whatever waves come our way with grace. So tune into the breath now as it moves through the heart, seeing if you can sense the peaceful rhythm of its continual comings and goings. Peace is not only inherent in stillness. It is a quality we can find beneath the surface of moving energies as well. With that notion in heart and mind, see if you can find a sense of inner peace alongside this subtle movement of air into and out of the lungs. Whether you feel sure or unsure of what this day will bring, there is always an element of uncertainty in life. We can be aware to some degree of what might happen, but we always come up against situations, opportunities, and challenges that we could not have predicted. As we surrender our need to control or to know exactly what will happen, we find a greater ability to flow with life as it unfolds. An inner confidence begins to unveil itself. So take a few deep breaths now into the base of the spine, witnessing the expansion and contraction of the belly with each full breath. As you gently guide the breath into the belly, any residual stress within body or mind begins to fall away. This deep belly breathing activates the body's relaxation response, or the rest and digest system. When the body is at ease, we are in a better position to take on whatever the day brings us. So take a few moments of silence now to sink even further into this deepened breath. If or when the mind wanders, compassionately witness this as you come back to the breath to ground you comfortably into this present moment. You might sense a lightness washing over you or an expanded presence that wasn't there upon waking. Tune into this expansion, allowing the chest and belly to grow even larger on the inhalation. You might even realize you might even release a sigh on your next exhalation. From this place of lightness and presence, tune back into the heart as you check in with your most authentic self. It might be a continued sense of inner peace. It might be confidence. It might be compassion. It might be radiance. Whatever it is, ensure that it is aligned with the peaceful presence you are moving into right now. And then, take a few moments to silently whisper your intention to yourself. Frame it in the present tense rather than the future tense. Envision that you already embody this virtue you yearn for. 
Now, take just three more deep breaths, slow and steady. As you enjoy these last few moments of mindful meditation before stepping peacefully into the day ahead of you. Gently draw your hands to your heart, placing them one on top of the other over the center of your chest as you silently repeat the words. Peace begins within. Peace begins within. Peace begins within. When you are ready, gently flutter your eyes open and bring gentle movement into your body. As you move into this unfolding day, remember this peaceful place you have cultivated within you. In any moment, you can return to this place through mindful awareness of the breath and through the stillness that lives within you. Motivation time? Hello? Guess what? Motivation thing says uh, you can do anything. You probably won't, though. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there right now. It's, it's all won't. a choice. You probably won't. I'll say it right now. I don't, know, I don't think you got it in you. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him. Tell him, Steve. I don't think you got it in you because uh, I just don't. <laughs> know what I did last night? Got my fat ass in the gym, buddy. Why? Because I just told you. I just literally opened the fucking sentence with I got my fat ass fat, in the though. gym, bud. Yeah, I should probably do some gym stuff too. I just... just you're just a pussy. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to do it. That's fair. Man. I get it. I understand that. Already so physically felt. Or fit. Felt. Felt. Felt is what's felt and fit that I don't. It's like. You know, what's the point? <laughs> I'm dying on the inside, though. The, in- the, inside? the inside of my body is just, just done. trash. It's just dead. It's just trash. <laughs> the outer facade is all right, but the inside, oh, <coughs> I got some sort of fucking 
tumors growing somewhere in my body. I know it. Good good morning, Aaron Howard. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would. Do you think so? I don't know if that's the oh, case, but there's all signs point to yes. All signs. <laughs> well, Steve, I'll tell you what. I'm. I will never give anything away on this show again. Ever. I just. I'm just. I'm done with them. Oh yeah, no, they don't get anything. I'm done with them. They're, I'm not giving them anything. I know that's what Jason likes to do. Um, we were the first people doing it uh, in this industry. Like people just line up around the block for handouts all the time. They just line up around the block for hand. We, we ask you to do something simple. You don't do it. You don't get shit. Fuck you. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Th- I don't know what to tell them, Steve. I have nothing to tell these people. <laughs> I have nothing. Heart and soul every morning. Every morning. I got for nothing. nothing for you. You can't for send nothing. an email. I got fuck nothing. Yeah, I fuck, don't know what to tell you. So well, we're, we're just going to do what we want to do today. I, want, I, I got some stuff I want to talk to you about today. Whether they're cool. listening or I don't, not, yeah, I don't, I don't care. I could give a shit less. <laughs> they're going to be like, what? We help. We support you. Oh, bullshit. You don't listen. That's bullshit. the problem. I, I don't like people that don't listen, Steve. Uh, well, we're probably reaching the two people that fucking Facebook's got us on here right now. So Facebook's such you garbage. two. It's just a bad platform. You two, we're probably not talking about you two. Yeah, the we're two not people watching right you now. You guys are great. The rest of the fuck faces that aren't watching right now who will watch this later, <laughs> you're a complete piece of human garbage. <coughs> so yeah, put Tolly back on the shelf. I'm not giving it away. Now, if Jason's got a problem with it, he can call me later. No, oh, right. he knows. He does better than anybody. He works at retail. How oh, shit. That's fair. Yeah, you can get time. That's <coughs> So see this? Craig Put and it I, back on the shelf. Craig and I are going to keep it. <coughs> I got no heat in my car. What? Oh, it's cold. Oh, dude, you had to have a rough morning this morning. You probably didn't, you probably didn't listen to the... Uh, you probably didn't listen to the uh, the meditation, huh? No, I you were, your, to te- your teeth were chattering. Silence. Ooh, how was that? Right about forty minutes of silence, huh? I'm just, What's I'm the matter with you? What do you What are you lying to yourself about? Oh, everything. It's like when are you lying to yourself, and when are you trying to motivate yourself? Uh, I I, don't, I think a lot of times those go in the same. I, I I'm kind of you know. When motiv- are you lying to yourself? When are you trying to motivate? What what do you think the difference is? Uh, Oh, well, that's what I'm trying to figure out right now. It's like, do you say, yeah, no, 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 I can do this. I can do this. You don't know if you can do it. I guess that's more faith or hope. You have faith in it, but then your faith and hope gets destroyed. Yeah. So it's like. So it's like, what, you know, what's what's the the point? What's the point of that? (laughs) What's the point? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, motivation's overrated. I mean, if we're being honest, like the whole yeah, motivational so. speaker thing, it's all a racket. It totally is. It's all a giant racket. And then you're what you, get, what, you don't need motivation. What you need is discipline. Yeah, you're going right. to get 120 years in jail for starting a motivational club and having sex with women. <laughs> you're going to get 120 years for it. <coughs> Did you finish that yet? No. I just. Uh, it's so long. Like fucking get on with it. What yeah, how many episodes? Do, how many episodes do you need? How does this guy get 120 years in jail? How? Now it's episode seven. I feel like they six. could tell that an hour and a half. They're like, oh, he had three women he lived with that were all okay with him banging him. <gasps> And and the the stories that the main chick is having with the New York Times, it's like 
a child coming to a parent and going, oh, well, he hit me. And, I, and they're like, well, what'd you do? And they're like, well, yeah, I went over there and I said, hit me as hard as you can. I bet I can take it. I bet I can. I'm serious. I can literally take the hardest punch you can. Let me reiterate, punch me in the face. <laughs> Make it really clear. Then for they you. get punched in the face and the person's going, listen, I'm going to hit you now. This is, this is what you have agreed for. I'm going to punch you in the face. And then you punch them in the face. They go run away. And they're like, you fucking hit me in the face. And now it hurts. And the, the New York Times and the person's going, well, yeah, they tricked me into it. They tricked me into letting them say they could punch me. It was just little step by step by step. By step. No, that was your own shit. All these people are trying to find happiness. That's their own shit trying to get to some point where they're like, oh, yeah, this is the direction towards happiness because that's all we're trying to do. We're just trying to fucking walk in the direction sure. of happiness sure. instead of maybe just be there. Naturally, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I'm just... I'm almost over it. I'm like, what? what, what when's the point? And if, and if he's... If this guy's fucking kids. That's the fucking lead. That's the lead. That's one episode. He fu All the rest of the shit doesn't matter what he did. I don't... It's just so weird. The other cults, you're like, oh, yeah, I get that. And even when you did the Koresh thing, that thing was all fucked up. But again, it was like, yeah, we're just going to go live over here and do our own thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, that part gets now, you know, and <clears throat> we never know I'm what to saying, believe. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to tell anybody what we to do. We never know what care. to believe anyway. So where that gets dangerous is when kids are starting to get involved. But like any adults that are agreeing to get into a, a, a situation... Uh, I, 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 well, who's to say what's best for those kids? As long well, as probably not them beat. not getting beaten and fucked is probably yeah, the, beaten and fucked. Yeah, I'm drawing yeah, the line yeah, at. I think, but I'm saying if they want to live but again, in a that weird... was kind of the story that we were given. But how easy is it to, especially in 1992, how easy is it to run a story out there? I mean, right now we have a trillion news outlets, and nobody knows what the truth is. When yeah. we had five. Oh yeah, man! I bet we like, really what, knew the yeah, truth. Yeah, they really—that was all truth. Yeah, there was we one, had to go. Well, in we there had with real tanks. news, and NBC didn't. I read. Didn't they kill the kids yesterday? when they were blowing the place up? <clears> the probably. Fire? Yeah, but it's okay when the government kills kids. <laughs> it's for freedom. Baby. Yeah, exactly. Fucking they should, liberation, man. They, they should have used a drone to make it feel a little <laughs> bit more comfortable for them. Uh. <laughs> but man to kill, I love that. <laughs> Oh, oh, man, to kill's a real one. He is one of the real ones. I love that Gemini's dude. Gemini's Jen's a real one. Aaron Hour's always saying hi. And I love Aaron Hour. Yeah, she, she's perfect. Like, just, she doesn't, she doesn't want anything. She doesn't need anything. She doesn't say hi. Steve, she say hi. I, she I appreciate hi that. I appreciate <laughs> I that. I do. I do. She's my favorite person. <laughs> uh, Steve, are you afraid of bears? Yeah. You're afraid of, like, uh, you know, people are always like, oh, we got to. We gotta save the bears. We gotta save the. No one has ever. I've people never say heard that. All the time. Just like the whales. The whales don't the give a bears. fuck about you either. Let's be honest, okay? The bears. They and just the want you to stop fucking with they, them. They want you to stop fucking with them, and maybe they want to have you as a snack. What? What? No whale wants a to whale eat you. fucking eat you in a heartbeat. A whale will orca not eat will you. eat will fucking eat you so fast. Orcas have been known to help people. They're dolphins. Orcas are. They're looking. Didn't you tell me they're dolphins or they something? Dolphins. Then why are we talking about whales? Well, because they're mistaken as whales. I know, but you're the one who corrected me, I believe. On I'm just were. saying, whales will kill you. I think they can. I don't oh, think they certainly can. To. The can is, like, we're way past can. They could kill you pretty easily. I still got fucked up memories of that beluga whale grabbing that lady's <laughs> thigh 
and taking her down underneath the water. And it wasn't. It didn't kill her though. No, it was just but it was just her. letting her know. One hundred. I'll kill you. Yeah, I know. If you don't I, hey, shape it up, that's my life, baby. Shape it up a little I just, bit. That's how I treat my family. <laughs> I'll kill you. At any time. <laughs> just letting you know. Just like, yeah, you'll die at any moment here at my hand. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. There's Jenny. Well, I'll tell Hi, you what, friends. bear attacks are starting to be pretty prevalent. Black bear? Uh, I don't know. These are Japanese the These are cover. Japanese bears. It's really funny the news only covers black and brown bear attacks. <laughs> well, the polar bears polar kill bear more attacks. people than than. I know. Did any you hear bear. that on the news? May, probably up where polar bears are. I don't know. If that. I had to guess. How about that the polar bear and the, the penguin? Did you see them fight? A polar bear and a penguin Did fight? Did you see that fight? What, how dumb is that penguin? Oh, they don't even live in the same area, I don't think. Actually, I think polar bears are in the North Pole and penguins are in the South. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think that's true. So, uh, probably they never even get. To there's see not each there's other. not any species of penguin in the North hanging. Pole. Yeah, I always thought they were hanging. No, polar bears are just up north <laughs> drinking Coca Cola. <laughs> fucking grizzly bears making making them uh, mixed breed fucking light brown bears. They're awesome. There you go. There are there are there are. Fucking not one, not one penguin is in the North there Pole. There are no penguins in the North Pole, and the streets are paved with cheese. Should have went with ice on that. Should have went with ice. On oh, that. I, I thought it was a real song. It is a real <clears> song <throat> from the American Tale. There are no cats in America, America. and yeah, the streets are paved, paved with cheese. There are no cats in America. You can put your mind at ease. If I ever need any kind of American tale, like... Oh, you, I'm your guy. I need to have you on my trivia team on the off chance that there's at least one American tale question. American tale, Teen Wolf, Teen Wolf? Pee-wee. Michael J. Fox, Teen Wolf? Yes. Any of those three. You ask me any fucking question about those three movies. There you have it. If somebody can no, stump. I don't care. I don't, here's no, what no, we're going to no, do. If no, somebody no, no, can no, no, stump no, no, no. Not Steve, them. I'm going to give you them. this pipe because nobody knows how to I'm send mad email at them. in 2020. I'm mad at uh, them. If anybody can stump Steve, I'm going to give you this pipe. Sun Bear. Sun Bears ain't shit, Israel Doba. They ain't shit. <laughs> and I'm going to say that right now. They got, they're cool, but I'll fight one of those, right? They're lazy. Sun bears? I think your boy was a sun bear, maybe. Was supposed to be a sun bear. The fuck you talking about? Blue. Blue's supposed to be a sun bear? I think a Malaysian sun bear. Let's find out. There's there's only a certain type of bear that's in India, and I believe it's one of those. That would make sense. He's a sloth bear, actually. The true identity of Kipling's sleepy brown bear is a bit of an enigma. Blue's physical description in the book would suggest a sloth bear. Look up other but his diet of nuts and honey runs counter to that species' insect-eating preferences. He eats ants. Take a glance at the fancy ants. Who's this asshole? I think sloth bear might be another name for... For a sun bear? Maybe. All right. Let's find out. <laughs> Listen, there are bear attacks in Japan, and this town has a very forward-thinking way of taking care of it. Uh, nope. No. Sloth bear versus. Let's well, versus sun bear. sun bear. Who would win in a fight? <laughs> yeah. Looks Asiatic like uh, there's bear. there's some subtle differences. Subtle it would differences. be a difference, but yeah. Is a sloth bear the same as a sun bear? There you go. Eight different species of bear currently exist, and most inhabit parts of the northern hemisphere, especially North America, Europe, and Asia. Uh, 
the eight extant species of bear are sun bear, sloth bear, Asian black bear, giant so panda, speckled bear, American black the bear. So they're not the bear same. family. Yeah, they're, they're just one of eight. They're bears. in the same bear family. <clears throat> Good morning. Morning, man. That is an awesome rendering. Oh, is he talking about, are we talking about back here? We're talking about back here? There's a town in Japan that is constantly um, under bear attack right now. And what they decided to do was install a monster robot wolf in the town. This is the, the exact the exact plot line of an American tale. This is it? Listen up, Jack. Uh, a town in Japan has installed several terrifying robot wolves that can move and give off blood-curdling howls, howls in an attempt to prevent bear attacks. Mm -hmm. The town of Takikawa got two of the monster wolf robots after bears were spotted in the surrounding neighborhoods. There's been an increase in bear sightings. Dozens of attack, two of which were fatal, prompted officials Fuck. to install two full... Japan yeah, fucking island? Yeah, dude, to install two full island? wolves. The robots feature four legs, a fur-coated body, and glowing red eyes. Their motion detectors can alert them of any bears nearby, triggering one of 60 different sounds. The robot maker behind the wolves has sold 70 units of them already in just about two years. In 2018, farms near Kisarazu City in Japan also installed super monster wolf robots in an attempt to stop animals from eating crops. I hope it will create an environment where people and bears can nope, coexist. That can't, that can't work. That I work. hope it will create That's an environment. That's not the end plan. That's not it. Bears and people can peacefully it's not coexist. The goal. It's not the goal of what's you going know, on there. You know, coexistence uh, not uh, mediated by a giant robot wolf. It's really it's not a really farce. Worth living. It's a yeah. farce. I gotta go live. I gotta. I gotta live my own world. <laughs> Rendering of your songs. Life imitates oh, art. Oh, very They're, good. Uh, I still don't get it. What's our songs? Uh, he was talking about your your American Tale song. Really, yeah. me? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no cats in America. Did you come Thank back you. Yesterday? No. Why is this thing way out there? Jason fucking. No, no, it was way out here yesterday. Uh, I noticed we, it. Okay. we just didn't notice it. We have a lot. We just a lot of room. I need to. I need to warm up. I am frozen to the bone. I am fro. Here's the thing about bears, though. Did you turn the heat up? Yeah, I did. You did like sixty-five. You want me to turn uh, it more? No, we're good. Turn up to fucking hundred. Yeah, oh, by the end of the show, <clears throat> bears beats. Release the secret weapon. Remember that from uh, American Tales. I honestly, I don't. Release the secret weapon. I remember Fievel. Like I remember the character. Well, Fievel. the deal in that movie, Bud, is little mouse hanging out. He's got. He's from Russia. Somehow has a perfect English accent. Perfect English. Probably because parents, he's a KGB plant. His parents, they talk like this, Fievel. Fievel, where's my little Fievel, little boy? <laughs> Fuck it. Mm. So Fievel, <clears throat> he, you know, and he loses him. Loses him in New York City. He meets this <clears throat> other little street smart mouse who's going to, Hey, Philly, I'll call you Philly Moskowitz because you're from, you're from Russia. And now you're from South America, so I'm going to call you Philly. Philly Moskowitz. <laughs> So Philly Moskowitz, then he meets some broad. She's a little older than him, but his buddy, he's going to go ahead and don't worry about that. But she's super nice to him. She's got a hat from his dad. One day he's going to grow into it, okay? He doesn't. By the end of the movie, guess what? 
hat fits, bud. Hat fits. It's going over his ears the whole time, the whole movie. It's a whole deal. Well, the deal is, in Russia, those goddamn dirty communist uh, uh, cats Every time. are over there, and they're riding on horseback. It's like Lenin, Leningrad. Okay. You know, it's the end. It's it's the <clears throat> czars. Probably the when were the last czars at the end of the 1800s, I yeah, believe. Turn of the century. That's where this this takes place. Okay. So it's the exodus after that. Okay. So then they all these dickhead cats, dickhead cats in fucking those those Russian hats. I don't even know what they're called. Those little Russian fucking big hats, almost like the ones fucking. The, the Russian soldiers wore back in the early 1900s. Like the Cossacks? Like the, yeah, like yeah, the, totally. Yeah. I just didn't want to use the word Cossack again because we <laughs> use it three times a show. I try to. <laughs> but so then the fucking cats are coming. Cats are throwing fucking torches and shit, and the dad's like, I've had enough of this, Favel. I've had enough of this. We're moving. We're going to America because let's go to America. Let's it's everywhere. Rich. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to America, everyone come here, come gather around, I'm going to sing a song, there are no cats in America, and then all this, this uh, Italian guy, somehow, he's in Russia too, he's in Russia, sure. just hanging out, no, this is at the docks, this this is where they're at, they left, they're at the docks, okay, it, at America, yeah. or the docks in Russia, Fievel. yeah, gotcha. the docks in, in, in uh, like Ellis Island, heading, no, they're heading there, oh, gotcha, they're heading there, they're getting on this boat, it's fucking madness, okay. there's a water monster in the sea, who almost sucks him right up. Sucks him right up. That's how he loses them. He, they're on the boat and fucking... So they get, they're getting ready to get on this boat. They're getting ready to get the fuck out of Russia. Russia sucks balls, right? Yeah. There's fucking... This might be around like 1917. That was okay. when the last czar was. Oh, really? Yeah. When was the Russian Revolution? Right around the same time? Was yeah, that the so. end of it? I think so. <clears throat> okay, so it was big Ellis Island time too. Yep. Um, yep, 1917. Okay, look when when the fucking movie uh, American Tale takes place, it'll probably tell you. Because uh, I think it's Spielberg or somebody. I think it's somebody big who fucking did that movie. American Tale take place. 1885. 1885. I thought it was late 1800s. Shotska, the Moskowitzes. Yeah, the Russian Jewish family. Of mice who live with a human family named Moskowitz are having a celebration of Hanukkah. Where Papa gives his hat to his five-year-old son Fievel and tells him about the United States. I had a Oliver. country where there are no cats. Yeah, I Oliver called me Papa because of this movie for the first five years until he got around other kids and they're like, "What's up, Dad?" And he's like, "Papa, you've had me calling you fucking Papa for five years. What's wrong with you?" Like when he got to school and everybody was using Dad. I call my like, dad Pop. <laughs> yeah, he will one day. He'll call me Pop, but Papa, I made him call me Papa. Yeah, Papa's it was, a, little, it was a little much. Papa's a little much. Papa? Papa's, I just thought it was cute. I thought it was cute. Papa's a little much, bud. So the fucking, uh, the cats are there. They're fucking shit up. They get on the boat. They sing the song. Now they're on there. The kid gets wrapped up by the giant fucking ocean monster, slaps him down, washes him off the boat. They lose him. The dad's like trying to get him because he's getting washed away on the boat. He can't quite reach him. He goes off. Whole cliffhanger situation. So now he's washed up on shore. He finds this pigeon who lives in the Eiffel Tower. He's a Frenchman with a bunch of broads. And he's like, uh, uh, oh, fuck, I know that song, too. <clears throat> it's uh, <laughs> something about never say never, no, never again. I think the song's about giving up. 
It's like, fuck it, man. It's kind of like a Kuna yeah. Matata thing. Fuck sure. it, man. Fuck, fuck it, it. It's all good, man. Fuck, fuck it, man. Smoke all that dude. shit. Yeah, wrong ball. All that shit you were worried about. <laughs> fuck it. That's fine. Yeah, fuck you that don't that have shit. to be anything. <laughs> you just do. Just, just be. Just, just be. do. I don't. Who cares? Who cares? I'm like, fuck, okay. Um, so then he fucking meets the, the pigeons. Like, I'm going to take you to this place. Meanwhile, there's this fucking rat who's dressing like a cat, who's getting all the money. He's running the, the docks. In America, and guess what? He's, goes. he's friends with all the cats, and so he sends the cats oh, in. Man. Guess what? These people get to America. Boom! Fucking cats everywhere. I'm getting shit. There's down. shit. There's cats everywhere. You can't run away from your fucking problem. Which is a great lesson. That's yeah, right. you can't run away. Make from sure that you're shit. running to something, not from something. Man. Make sure you're running to a rave filled with drugs. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like that's just what I've learned in 37 years. I'm. Midlife crisis time, baby. Thirty-seven. Oh, sure. I hit it. We said we it. talked about it. I'm I get die. it, bro. I, we we went through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Seventy-four. Um, <clears throat> so seventy-four is a good run, man. It's a great run. It's a good run. I'm good. You're shitting your pants after that a lot. You're shitting your pants now. There's already a little incontinence. So they fucking they realize shit. Hey, America ain't all cracked up to me. I guess what's in here is what matters. Home is uh, where the heart is, pal. <laughs> You're just nailing it. You're nailing it. <laughs> so he's trying to meet his family. The whole fucked up thing about this whole thing about the movie is he's going, Dad, and he's walking on a bridge, and his dad's like underneath the bridge. <coughs> yeah, they're, pass- they're constantly <laughs> passing each other. In fucking New York, which I guess is a lot smaller at that point. Yeah, but ADA, still. But there's still, still like a whole deal. It's a whole deal. They're trying to figure yeah, each other out. Totally. He meets a cat who's... he's. Uh, the guy. Is this who a used, story about mice or people? Who used to do both? <laughs> enough of them. Um, we uh, so you, you know the guy who used to do the prank show, big guy, Dom DeLuise. <coughs> oh, exit stage Dom Delevy, Sure. Uh, did he do Candid Camera? I think is what it was. Did Candid Camera. Bye. He wasn't a voice of Snagglepuss, was, was it? I know. He had a very similar, though. No way. Maybe. I don't think he did. I don't think he did. But I just wanted to say exit stage righty then. And that was Snagglepuss, wasn't it? Oh, why? Why? Oh, no. No, he's not. Mm. No. I didn't think so. Uh, that was you. That was all on you. I didn't say that. I don't know what he's talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> uh, just joining you. The Kush coach is here. The Kush. Oh, he's just joining us. No wonder. I like the Kush coach, actually, though. I'll keep Kush coach is awesome. He is. That dude's it. helping. Some I just folks. like anybody who's fucking frustrated with the way things are. Yeah. Anybody who's like, <laughs> which I was that guy. So that's why you know me. I hate myself. So it's like I saw that version of myself. Now I'm frustrated because I'm mean, like, in you it. mean you don't want to um, hear any kind of roundtable discussions with industry people that are making millions of dollars already? Oh no, I don't care about any of this shit. I I, I don't understand <laughs> how any of the internet views work. Oh yeah. I don't understand how. I'm stopping. I'm going to stop. It doesn't matter. This is great. This is why it's great. I love American Tale. I don't care anymore. That's right. I don't care. We're going to talk about the things you love, bud. I got to figure shit out for Christmas. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that's the point in my life I'm at right now. Like, I got to figure out how to give my family a fucking Christmas. Okay? Like, that's where we're at. Where we're at. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyway, these cats, fuck them. The one cat, good guy. He's like a vegetarian or something. He's dumb, Deloise, and he'll be a best friend. No little guy over here. And so he's like, oh, okay, cool. So he's hanging out with Philly Moskowitz, this fucking thing. Well, anyway, there's this gal at the fucking docks kind of running shit. They have this meeting, all the mice, and they're like, we got to get rid of these fucking cats once and for all. They figure out that the, the main cat, actually a rat, 
with a disguise on, a very uh, primitive disguise that fooled all the cats and everything. No, he was a cat that was dressed as a fucking rat. How does that work? He's a little guy. And he had this thing on that made him look like a rat, I believe, is the whole fucking deal. So there's like, you know, deception there. What is real? Where, where, where are you? So what they do, Craig, to finally get I'm, back I'm to you, the man. fucking giant wolf that's going to scare away the bears of Japan. Dom DeLuise plays Tiger in the American Tiger, Tale movies. Yes, he does. A big orange cat. With yeah, a big, nice little flowy handlebar uh, mustache. Put him up. He kind of has like a, a cowardly lion vibe. Got to it. Love that character. So he gets a major role in number two. They really increase his screen Tiger's time in role. number two. Yeah, he's, he, he's, he's his buddy. Like, he's his buddy in number Five two. Five Goes West. I remember that one. A lot of people Canyon. did. Yeah. A lot of people like Five Will Goes West. I would, I would put my hand on their shoulder and I'd say, you go watch American you, Tale. You simple fucking idiot. Go, go, go watch, watch American, American Tale. Tale. You're, you're, you're missing out. You're doing a disservice to yourself. <clears throat> so, uh, so, okay, what are we going to do? What's the plan? We got a secret weapon, right? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to build a giant monster mouse with flames coming out of its face, fireworks from probably China or Japan. Those people, they, they perfected the firework. We're bringing it all China. together here. Yeah, I'm just lumping them all together. Yeah, I'll just Ch- lump them all China, together. Anywhere it. from that fucking part of the world. Anywhere from not fucking America. <laughs> I, I got it, I'll bud. fucking lump them. <clears throat> I got some crazy Jap- more Japanese stories later, so it's all good. So then they fucking just shooting shit out of this thing, and there's fucking light. It's got red eyes. The whole fucking deal. These people obviously watched American Tales. What I'm saying, the thing comes out. The lady's like, release the secret weapon. Release the secret weapon. And I will never forget because she can't say ours. She said all his ours is W's. Wee wees. Yeah, she's an American lady, though. I feel like with the a speech impediment Asian thing that I just said, I felt like that was all coming together. So I didn't want to mislead them. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It's terrible. Um, so anyway, she's like, "Release the <laughs> Sounds like a roller coaster of a movie. American Tale, oh, 1986. Kush Coach. It's <clears throat> you put it on. It's the old days of animation too. It's the best. I miss where it. the background is painted. I miss it. And it's it's a fucking journey, bud. It. I mean, it was my. It was the movie for me. Uh, as a I kid. remember it. It was the movie for me as a kid, bud. They fucking get all these cats on the dock, right? Because they're like, "Hey, man, we're gonna fucking cut a deal. You guys can come, fucking whatever, man." Well, then. They're trying. There's a whole series of events like the movie Mousetrap, where you got to fucking light this thing and you got to break this this line and it's going to release this and then all these other things are going to light and then this big robot thing's going to come push all the cats off the dock. Well, shit. If this thing, they they got to do it at the strike when this boat comes in and that's the only way they know it's time. So it's a whole race against time. Boat blows its whistle. They're like, "What we release the secret weapon?" Does it? They release it. Boom. Things fucking stuck. Naturally. Just what like is, fucking mousetrap. So now the, now the cats are coming in. They're going to have a nice little heyday. There's a fire. One of the lanterns falls over. Starts lighting all this stuff. There, there's a bunch of fire. Are there any there, man. humans? Yeah. What but are they, they they're doing? Faceless, they're just kind of nameless. Fucking mice big mustaches. Ruin the goddamn dock. It's probably in an area about this big. <laughs> all this is happening. <laughs> 
It's about an area this big, but it's amazing. So then they release they, they, Fievel. What does he do? He jumps into action. Okay, little hat, little head, big hat. He'll probably never. My dad gave me shit. I'll never grow into it. I still haven't grown into it. I still won't. I'm just not. His, his head is bigger than mine. It's a whole deal. So I feel bad for Fievel. It's too. fine. Because I was always like, I'll grow into it. Oh, God damn it. They got me men's larges. My grandma would at like age 11 because she'd be like, you can grow into this. And I'm like, I got rid of all that stuff, grandma. And she got me like a Tampa Bay Lightning jersey that was like a full grown man's. And I'm like, she was just looking ahead for me, though. She's like, I yeah. want you to be able to it's wear cool this forever. Too. I, like I want that. you to be able like, to wear this forever. I get it. Yeah, I'm not going to buy you a fucking $180 jersey next year. Five so. runs in. And he fucking, <laughs> here comes the fucking thing, the rope. He grabs like a match and burns it. The thing comes down and it's fucking creepy, bro. It's fucking creepy coming at it. All the cats lose their shit, right? Jump off into the docks. Mice are like, fuck yeah, dude, we did it. That's why there aren't any cats in America. Oh, well, that explains everything. <laughs> yeah, that's what. It couldn't fucking take out the barking-ass dogs in my neighborhood. <laughs> nope. nope, left all the dogs here. Kind of like a natural Something's thing. happening to me, bud. Something is happening There's to me. There's something happening here. What it is is glaringly clear. <laughs> What's happening? It's that my neighbors don't know how to be good dog owners i need you to see we got little yapping piece of shit dog never shutting up because i got no i don't know i fucking hate this goddamn dogs dude they never shut the fuck up shut you ever seen summer of sam yeah that dog keeps talking to him and shit yeah you seen it john leguizamo yeah. Adrian Brody. It's a good movie. It's weird. Not a bad flick. It's weird. And I'm slowly devolving into the guy. Shut that dog up! Shut that goddamn dog up! I used to They're fucking love bad? dogs. I used to love fucking dogs. And it's not, it's not even, it's not their fucking dog's fault. It's not the dog's fault. I'm I'm so close to just opening all the gates, and uh, uh, you, you know how like a just married the drag like the ten, that dog has a choice. Yeah, you know, ju- just married like yeah, but now it's starting to get fucking cold, right? Yeah, it's starting to get bring your fucking dog inside. You're also it. a dog. Just figure it out, you know. Yeah, maybe. Except you know, if you're a dog that's like this big, you have you you can't survive. You you have nothing. Exactly. You, have, you have nothing. Sometimes death. The is German figured it out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know how you used to drag mm-hmm. cans behind, you know, they drag cans behind a limo when just, people just got married? Well, this is what I want to do. Why? I don't care. Listen, the <laughs> point is, I'm going to open all the gates and I'm going to do something similar. So I'm just going to drag like nice, thick cut steaks through the streets. And like the pie, oh, I thought you were gonna and like the pied piper, I'm going them. to lead these dogs to a happy little farm where they can prance about in the woods and live a, 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 Bud, a, a, a life of happiness. There's a very simple solution. You go, Hey, I'm your neighbor, Craig. I notice that your dogs make a lot of noise. Out of respect, I gotta do you. this now. Understand, no, no, I have to do this thirty hear times. Hear me out. Hear okay. me out. Okay. So, you, hey, it's your good neighbor, Craig. I know we haven't talked much or whatever. I noticed your dog seemed a little stressed. Um, it's kind of you know, it's being, it's it's loud. I just out of respect to you, I want to come over here. 
I've been looking up some videos on dog training. We'll figure this out. Maybe they need to come in a little bit, or maybe we can work together on building them a little home. Whatever I can do to help you, you know what I mean? So then, <laughs> so then you build a relationship with this dog and these people, mm -hmm. okay? And then you're like, okay, we figured it out. Dog, at the beginning, it's like, oh, you know, wild. And you're like, okay, you know, this is the whole thing. You're figuring out that there's some sort of relationship between this person and the dog. The person's neuroses are kind of the dog's neuroses. And you're starting to pick up. Now you're kind of talking to the dog, but you're also helping your neighbor, right? Like your neighbor's figuring it out. Like, oh shit. Actually, why the dog is so anxious all the time is because I'm, I'm so, so anxious. anxious. They're all the perfect the time. mirror of their own. Like, oh shit. Okay. Well, maybe if I calm down and they can see it mirrored in their dog, that their dog is calming down. You get them to calm down. You do a little meditation with them. Then their dog doesn't bark. They can let it inside. It does the whole thing. So you probably, I mean, dude, you're looking at six months of this, of going over there and really being a good neighbor. But then once you get the whole thing figured out, you, you got the fucking, the owner and the dog, they're best friends. They've figured everything out, okay? They're like, and they are so thankful to you, right? Dog's outside, inside, they're both, ah, look at you. You've put in six months of work, you're good. You go back to your house, you grab a gun. <laughs> you come back out, you do the business that you were meant to do from the beginning, okay? And you... Right to that little dog. And now he's happy. He's your friend. You've trained him. He yeah, knows. Sure. Just real quick. Got him. No, okay. I'm, I'm not doing it he's until done. I can look the dog owner directly in their eyes. Not a bad I play. Not a bad play. But then you go to them. Yeah. And you say this. Do you see the why? Sleepless, Do you see why nights. now? Do you see why? You know what? I just figured it out. I'm going to install a robot wolf in my front yard. And every time that you happen. Now, I do have to say. My cat, I fucking, I, I, I have, I was never a cat person. Always a dog person. Never liked cats. Cats are assholes. Thank you, Ginger Brawley. An American Tale was a fucking classic. And Kush Coach, love you guys. Uh, the problem is, yeah. is that uh, I live next to I, like the Burbs, like uh, the people in the Burbs. No, I, that's I, that's what I. No, live. I, I'm surrounded by the fucking no. freaks from the Burbs. No, you're the freaks, dude. <laughs> I'm surrounded <laughs> by the freaks. From the Burbs. You're Tom Hanks? Or you're like I'm, Corey, I'm, you're Corey Haim? Feldman. Feldman. Yeah. Feldman. No, I'm more like uh, the fucking... The, the, uh, Wild about, old. About a fucking nine on the old tension <laughs> scale there, Rube. Uh, what That's the, one of my favorite movies, dude. The guy with white hair. Dude, the, I watched that as a kid so I often. still don't quite Where know... Do you think th you're going, Pinocchio? I don't quite know the storyline, though. Still, I have seen it probably the story 40 line, times. Uh, they, they, so they move in. Uh, to this otherwise, you know, lovely little suburban area. Tom Hanks. No, no. This other family, the the oh, freaky yeah, family, the, and the, and and they're like, and they're noticing weird shit. They're from like Transylvania or something. Seemingly, yeah, something of the because they have like uh, Tom Hanks. Like Tom Hanks is already kind of weirded out by him, but whatever. Everybody's pretty weird in this neighborhood. But then his dog brings back a fucking femur, and he's got the. That's right. He's got the. Uh, <clears throat> Guy that plays uh, Russell or whatever, the guy that's uh, yeah. like the hey, dad in scary hey, movie. Yeah. He's fucking great. Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened to that guy, but he was a yeah. great little supporting actor. He'd get a laugh out of you every night. <laughs> he was great. Uh, he he, you know, he's the him. one that starts in on the conspiracy theory that these people okay. are are fucking. There's yeah. weird shit going on down there, and uh, and so he's trying to convince Walter 
which is Tom Hanks' yeah. character. You know, that these people are fucking cooking people in the basement or whatever. Is and, that what it was? They were cooking people? Uh, they had like a, like a cremation just, oven or yes, something like what, that. Yeah, okay. Uh, Weren't they morticians or something? There you go. Gemini Jen says, weird neighbors move in. The old guy neighbor disappears, and they think it's the weird neighbor. Oh, yeah, the oh, guy with yeah. the dog. Yeah. The, yeah. Once again, you know what? Fuck it. Those people are better than my neighbors because they took care of the guy that had the shitty dog that shits on everybody's lawn, fucking yaps at everybody all the time. Oh, I'm just saying <laughs> that my neighbors are falling short here. Uh, they're yeah. not as they're not as cool as those people. Well, wait. Okay, a guy went missing, right? Yeah, and he had the dog. He had a little shitty dog. Yeah, never. The neighbors are better than you, is what you're describing. No, because those people had a shitty dog. No, what yeah. I'm saying is is. The the neighbors in the burbs are better than my neighbors because they handled the dog problem in the neighborhood. I know. I'm saying they're also better than you maybe handling dog problems. Oh, too. probably. Yeah. No, yeah. I look. <coughs> I've watched. <laughs> this is no bullshit. This is sad as fuck. This so is if you're no if you're, bullshit, if, you're a fucking, if you're a dog lover, fucking strap in. This one's gonna be tough oh, for you. It's gonna be real tough for you. Uh, my neighbors next door are the fucking devil incarnate. <laughs> Uh, I've, I they're think not, I though. think since they're we've moved I think since we've incarnate. I think since we've lived there in five years they've killed three dogs, they've starved dogs to death. We've called fucking oh, fuck. animal control. We've called police. We've called fucking PETA for fuck's sake just to why look for some fucking help. Cause nobody cares. That. Nobody cares. Why, no, why do they do that? I don't know, Steve. I don't know. Why do oh, they keep getting dogs? Why? Why? Why indeed? Why indeed do they keep getting dogs? Do you know them? No. You got to talk to well, them. Well, I mean, I, kind of. You got to understand, there's a whole history there with the people who I bought the house from, people next. They're a fucking, they're a bunch, man. They're a weird bunch. They're a weird bunch. I know. Weird is just a. So, anyway, I got to. The, I got to thing a, people say. They were trying. I, I, we just started giving steaks to the one dog. He was great. He's this fucking big old fucking awesome German shepherd. Seemed like he was mean as hell. Steaks. Fucking steaks, bud. Why? Because Don't you just give him dog food. Because dog food is garbage. Not some of it. Dog food make is garbage. Meat is I'm enough. giving them steaks. You are talking about how hideous dogs are, but you're the guy who's going to feed. Oh, you want your widow? Oh, I didn't talk to him like that. I'm like. This is when I pull into my. This is me going over there and making a pact. I'm making a pact with the dog. I Dogs have there. no pack. I you. walk over there and I say, "Look, Jack." <laughs> What's the dog's name? Jack. Yes, yeah, Jack. <laughs> I say, "Look, Jack. Here's a fucking twenty-eight ounce fucking ribeye steak. Twenty-eight ounce ribeye. Here's a forty-dollar steak. Yeah, what the fuck? Is Every that? time I pull in my driveway, I'm gonna need you to shut the fuck up. Did Never bark to me again. Never barked to me again. He that's fucking a, munched on that's that. That's a bullshit story. That's yeah. a, he munched on that steak. We did save that fucking dog. We saved one of the dogs, and we actually got one of them taken away. What happens two days later? He's replaced by two dogs. They, they don't care about dogs. I'm, I, well, I they obviously the care about having them. But they don't care about them. Are there young people there? Sometimes. Why don't you go over there and grab a fucking guy by the fucking I don't get shirt fleas. collar? I don't want to get fleas. You don't want to get fleas. You sound like Danny Diamonds right now. I don't want to get fleas <laughs> from them fucking artless Hoosiers. Oh. Man, that is fucked up, dude. But we can't just the sit here is, idly by. I hope you know that. Now we're going to have to shut down the show and go say Let's go dogs. fucking handle it. I mean, we should. <laughs> let's go.
What you need to do is go, hey, I'm on Facebook. I'm just going to listen. And <laughs> what, why are you killing your dogs? Why are you killing your dogs? Public shame. Here's the thing. Uh, they're just the, they're just the tip of the iceberg. Once those dogs start barking, all of the rest of the shitty ass dogs in our neighborhood start Why? barking, because that's what dogs do, Steve. And I honestly, I got dogs used to have such a fucking. I know they don't country dogs, I guess. And we do have coyotes every now and then. Oh, we got some coyotes run through the neighborhood. We got coyotes every now and then. Grab my little shotgun up all There's a big old buck in my backyard last night, bud. Really? Oh, all the time. Yeah, like if I go out there about two, three in the morning. Can you shoot that? I'm in city limits, so maybe with a bow. Put a little meat in the freezer. Put a little meat on my freezer. Uh, oh, you should watch. Jen's never seen the burbs. Handle that, bud. Handle that, bud. You got her fucking watching heavyweights before the burbs. That's actually that's okay. That's a good play. Heavyweights is a good one. Yeah, the burbs. I don't know. It's just one of those ones you never really see. It's on. Have you ever seen? In uh, Tom Hanks, his whole deal. Yeah. Well, the fun, maybe one of the funniest scenes in cinema history is with Tom Hanks in the Money Pit. The money pit with uh, Shelly Long. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I don't really remember it, remember it, though. Uh, I was, one, another one of those, I think maybe because they were always on fucking Channel 11. 30 in the morning. Yeah, Channel yeah, 11. yeah. You know what I mean? Saturdays, like, yeah. it was the Burbs, <laughs> Money <laughs> Pit, <laughs> uh, Bachelor was, Party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom Hanks had a fucking, <laughs> some kind of deal yeah. with, oh, like this makes the adrenochrome make so sense. much sense. Makes sense. That's God all I'm talking about. God damn it. You Everything's what, ruined. You know what's crazy? It's this crazy. morning, uh, oh. there's a fucking car just parked out on Revis by the cemetery, <coughs> and then a truck ahead of him, and then this is like still dark, and there's a dude fucking got a, uh, a, a grinder, gun? an angle grinder, and he's just going, and there's just fucking red sparks everywhere. And this I'm morning? Like, and I'm driving by, and I, I had woken up. Was right it like the MoDOT truck? No, helping it was two random bobos. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck? Was there someone in it? And I'm I'm looking at what they're doing, so I don't notice the guy just has his hazards on in the road. Like, what the fuck? I drive by, and there's a deer stuck in the fence. Okay. So oh, so they're cutting, stuck. they're cutting so the deer they're out of the fence. cutting one of the bars out. Is to get the deer out. alive? Oh, yeah, the deer's going. Oh, fuck. They're working an angle grinder. <laughs> the deer's losing its fucking shit. I'm certain. Hey, yeah. sit still, you dumb fucking yeah. idiot. And this guy's up Should've above it. Should have just plugged it. a fucking this knife in his heart. This guy's above it with an angle grinder going. And this thing's going. And this thing's at the bottom fucking kicking up its shit. And the other guy's like helping do this. He's doing this. He's doing one of these. Okay. And I drive by and I'm like, fuck. That's a lot to handle in the morning. I'm the guy who's like, it's time to get out and help. A, I was already Usually, late. yeah. And B, I was actually thinking, I was like, man, I don't have any tools anymore to really do shit. Back in the day when I used to have some tools, I'd be like, I got fucking Sawzall with a metal blade. Yeah. Let's I can roll. actually be useful here. Yeah. So I'm still like, there's a time when you pass an incident like that. Like, I'm a big, if there's a dog I on the road. Yep. 
I'm the guy who's like, I if bet someone's I can over get on the side of the road, dog. I usually just you need help. Everybody's got a cell phone now, but just in case, fucking phone's dead. So I've been in a place where fucking everyone's just fucking blowing past you because they just assume you have a cell phone or something's fucking. <clears throat> oh yeah, for I, sure. So I'm fucking. I'm stopping. For sure. Hey, everything good? Can I help you? Whatever. Yep. Usually people are like, yeah, I've got somewhere on the way. Sometimes they're like, actually, my phone's yeah. dead. Okay, cool. Fuck, whatever. Fuck you! Fuck you! I'm out of here! No, so then they're fucking, they're grinding. I'm still, you got a little point where you're, no point of no return where you can't turn around way up there. I guess you can, but now you've already <laughs> wasted so much time. <clears throat> so I get ahead a little bit. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? Lay on it while this guy, like, I'm, I'm going to lay on this thing to like, or can, do I have the ability to be like, shh, come, we're saving, we're saving you. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Wouldn't it? But I'm like, I don't have time You're the fucking that. buck whisperer. I, I did, it have, did it have spikes or was it a doe? Uh, I couldn't tell. Okay. No, I can only see its ass in. But I would have been like, you want to end this real quick? I'm the worst. <laughs> when I, two times though like I watched Caesar and shit I was really I was going to be a dog trainer at one point when I quit college I was like I'll yep. fucking train you've been able dogs. to calm the situation with the dog whenever fucking no but two times all these people were chasing a fucking dog and I'm like guys you can't fucking chase this dog like what the fuck do you think like they and get real close to the dogs like okay one dog thought it was a game the other one was fucking like a random dog that we were all trying to get off of fucking some main road by my mom just like, called the dog to you well that's what like either you either got to come here get a fucking treat or two times it's like the situations got so intense i was able to lock eyes with the dog and do like one of these almost like i was putting out with my hands we call that a the fucking shield Um, but yeah, I like put out and shit you not. Both of these dogs were like, Oh, this way, this way. I can't go this way. Cause he's got like an invisible force field here. I can't, but you have to lock fucking eyes with him. You know, you ever like just locked eyes with a dog at someone's house and kind of went and got real fucking close to him and creeped in on dogs. Don't like this. I don't think humans do either. <laughs> That's a little strange. When you just fucking... You ever do that to a dog? Yeah. Really? Yeah, like walk up slow on a dog? Eyes, though, where oh. you're like, I'm going to fucking attack you. Yeah, I think I have. Because there's a deal where some dogs will fucking roll over, and they're like, whoa, fucking, just I don't kidding, know bro. what you're doing, but I'm just here kidding. to just yeah, Let's chill. play. Let's play. Or they'll fucking run around and play. <clears throat> there were a couple dogs that you would do that to, and my old dog was one of them where it's like... You could see in their eyes, they're like, yes. Take a step, mama. I'm going to fucking destroy you. And I was like, huh, joke's on you. I'm going to end up doing that to you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Steve-O, we made it through the first hour, bud. We did. We did. We'll uh, I'm saying, look. I, I, yes, I, this I, is on Mackenzie by the cemetery. Uh, I'll tell you what. That, the Tom Hanks getting stuck on the floor. While very funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, the best scene. Is when just everything is going wrong on this day. Like, everything is falling apart in this house, uh, including, uh, which is basically popped off by uh, an electrical fire that ends up shooting a turkey across the entire fucking <laughs> mansion. And it goes through a window, fucking lands in the fucking, lands in a bucket that they're having to use 
to pour water in the tub because the hot water is not working anymore. So they're heating water on the stove. And when he goes, when he finally carries these fucking pails of water all the way up to the fucking bathtub to pour the boiling hot water in the tub. As soon as that water hits the tub, that fucking tub falls through the floor. And Tom Hanks puts on the next 20 seconds of the greatest comedic acting ever where he's just, he's just looking at it. He's like... <laughs> and it's the greatest laugh. It's the fucking greatest laugh in the history of Hollywood. Oh, that's awesome, dude. That man. scene, fucking to this day, I've seen a hundred times. I will fucking die laughing every time. <laughs> every time he does, it's his fun watching laugh. you do that. Dude, it's the fucking best. It's I'm gonna play it for you. Yeah. I'm gonna play it for you later, just so we can. It's, everybody deserves to have that in their day to day. If you've not seen the scene leading up to the bathtub falling through the floor in the money pit, god damn it, make it happen. Funniest shit Dude, ever. Mark my words, that that if there is a movie that needs to be remade, needs money pit. or Hollywood money pit is makes the perfect fucking, sense, right? Makes per the HGTV networks bigger than ever. Yep, fucking yep. the you could even have Tom Hanks do like a cameo, cameo no doubt. Because wasn't there a was there a landlord? No, that There's was a that conductor. There's, well, you what know was that movie with Ben play? Stiller where the him and Janine Garofalo get that apartment and oh, they have I the people remember that and it was kind of a similar sitch wasn't that a, a fucking movie Janine Garofalo Ben Stiller I feel like it was a money pit type sitch maybe it was two different people I don't know because they were also in. <laughs> truth about Janine yeah, Garofalo. She spells her name like a dick. That's the truth. Uh, I don't know. Because we already talked about mystery. Mystery men. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> Guys, we have sponsors. We'll I'll tell you what. Right now, you can get this native hemp extract. I'll do it. I can't get over there. There you go. I got it. No. <laughs> hey, you can get that bottle of 1800 milligram native hemp extract. You can get that bottle of 1800 milligram native hemp extract for $64 with the code HOSO at checkout. H O S O. You should check it out. Got a text yesterday saying, Thank you for introducing me to James Carlton. That dude just saved me a boatload of money every year. Uh, a cousin of mine. Uh, <clears throat> I got a lot of them, so I'll keep you guessing. A cousin of mine. If you must know, Adam Bundrum wants to help you buy your dream home and help you sell your old home. Uh, Adam McChesney, he's just trying to get you customers. You got a business, you've got an organization, you need people to support said business or organization. And that's what Adam McChesney does through the, uh, the medium of digital marketing. Dude, okay. Adam and Adam, two of the most driven, uh, like passionate business guys I know who also try to be that new age renaissance little Aubrey Marcus-ish. But there's not really a term for it now. Like Aubrey Marcus is kind of there, but he's fucking also going to Burning Man. And I'm sure these guys would fucking go. I'm sure they've been to Bonnaroo and shit. But like this new age conscious businessman who really makes it a, a point to help people 
as long and be like the leader of the technological wave of their industry. Cause that's yep. what I respect about both those guys. A million percent. We're sitting here in the sweet leaf Emporium studios. Jason's getting pretty juiced about, uh, We're openings are heading. Opening is just around the corner. 27th. Black Friday, black Friday, day after Thanksgiving. Jason said he'll be here on just giving Thanksgiving, shit, just too. giving shit away. Yeah. But on Thanksgiving, he's <clears throat> a, yeah, he's giving shit away. Not that we can. I'm now I'll never giving. I'll never give anything on you this like show. It or you don't. I'm I, we try to give away four uh, um, certifications with the grow paid for, with the cultivation license paid for. Nobody, nobody. I don't. Okay. I don't know what to tell you guys. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to do for you. I'm there. With, I'm glad you're there. I don't know what I'm to glad, do. I'm I don't there. know what to do for you. <laughs> I'm trying to give you things. I'm trying to give away thousands of dollars of stuff regularly, but no. <clears throat> Spanish Society Outreach. We're going to have a Friendsgiving. It's going to be this Saturday, November 21st. It's going to be absolutely awesome to get everybody together. It's going to be a little potluck. Go, man. It's going to be a little potluck. It's going to have a little uh, 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 canned food uh, drive collection uh, if you'd like to bring some canned food. Um, and other than that, it's just going to be a bunch of lovely Hoosiers just loving on one another. And uh, you should take advantage of that. And uh, other than that, these are our sponsors. We'll see you guys on the other side of the break. Hey. We'll be back in five minutes. Hey guys, it's me, Stephen Bo, and Bo knows Green Bros. Yeah. We're back. Hour two. <clears> Hour <throat> two of the greatest show in the world. It's the greatest show in the world. Everybody say, everybody knows. It's the greatest show in the whole wide world. Greatest show everybody knows in the whole wide world. Hey, little girl, what you gonna do? Put them jeans up on the dashboard and then wear that nice little perfume called Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I turned into a country song. You just sing a little country, country boy. boy. <laughs> hey, guess what? What? The grow tent? Tell me about it, stud. <laughs> Is that grease? grease? Thank you for fucking knowing that. I appreciate that. That Tell us bowed about it, me stud. up <laughs> so much, dude. Because she was all like, hey. Yeah, she's poodle skirts. I would she got never put fucking, a wiener in she, my mouth. Yeah, I like right. That. I like that. Yeah, right. And then she's like, Put it deep unless you're a T, unless you're a T bird, and then they intimidated me. The one with short hair, what the pink ladies? Yeah, Rizzo. Rizzo intimidated me. Oh, Rizzo put one on you, bud. What? And Rizzo those are, give you a western with an unencumbered <laughs> thumb. Man. Yeah, and those are the girls that took a shine to a young tyke like me. To get, they'll give you a shiner too while they're riding it. Hey there, fella. <laughs> give. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor, poor <laughs> okay, Ricky, settle down. We get it. You love and Grace. They're multiplying, and I'm losing control. 
some power. You're supplying. It's electrifying. It's electrifying. It's electrifying. You better shape up. Because I need a man. And my heart is set on you. You better shape up. You better understand, understand that I heart I must be true. Nothing left, nothing left for me to do. Leave him hanging right before the chorus, baby. She don't want anyone. We already did that, I think. Um, so my grow tent, right? Got it from Bo, Grow Active Solutions. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I feel like even the grow... The things, the grow uh, at home series. I'm like, yeah, man, I get what you're saying. I get it. Well, you get all the equipment together and you're it's like. It's overwhelming, man. Oh, there's a lot man, here. Oh. You all right? I'm great. Are I'm you? Feeling, I'm feeling good today, Look at our bro. pants today. Look at these. I'm feeling fucking spread today. Look at Dead these. Last night, fucking, I was fucking getting after it. Watch your knees, bud. You don't want to blow them out too early here. That's, you know. <sighs> I through. never wear fucking sweats through the week, but I am today, Jack. You trying to breathe heavy in the microphone for the I'm second hour? Hey, Jack. <laughs> I know you never. I wear sweats too today. I want them to be comfortable. I like comfy. Fucking text me, Steve. Oh, yeah, for the gross stuff. I was. <clears throat> but the deal is, <clears throat> I have so many friends that know how to do this. It's fucking glorious. I dude. I know. It's. Glorious, because even when you get online and you go, "Hey man, how do you grow weed?" People are like, "Oh, you fucking nerd!" No, 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 no. It's not a lot of that. They're all like that. that. Oh my god, <laughs> look at your plants, you fucking idiot! <laughs> no, no, nope. Haven't Everywhere. received any of that Every, yet. Anytime someone, I just have a simple little question. There's just a little fucking bit. Of, there's a little bit of yelling. Nerd. In my, That's because you don't know nerd. what you're fucking doing, you dork nerd. Dickless nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I haven't. Ex- ex- uh, I oh, I like the no. It's sweatpants day, Dennison. You're a freak. <laughs> so I set our, up the- our sex tab on the Discord's out of control. <laughs> oh no, I, it's out of fucking control. <laughs> I know. I can't look at it. I get a. I get Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get to, all they had to do is send one of those pictures in get for soft email. They pre. got a pipe out of it. You ever get soft pre? Soft brie? Soft pre. Oh, a, so, a soft pre, uh, pre-boned? pre <laughs> No. All, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Sucks because then you got to kind of like <laughs> peel your underwear out of your ears. It's a whole thing. <laughs> so, my grow tent. <laughs> it's set up. Where do you put the filter, the fan, the cloud, cloud atlas, fucking AC infinity, cloud atlas, T6? Mm-hmm. The real deal? I could probably put two of them on my hands and do one of those. <laughs> <laughs> That's how fucking hard those things go. Maybe four. Maybe I got to put four on there. But then I'm like... <laughs> so that's the deal. <clears throat> <coughs> Fucking thing just popped as a male. Is this a male? Oh, I already. I popped some b- beans. 
Smoked them immediately. Nice, yeah, dude. That's when you want to get them. You want to get them when it's fucking fresh out the The taproot will head. So, uh, oh. Same, it's the same reason I eat veal. The taproot has the most trichomes on it. So yeah, naturally. Top beans. I just, I just chew on the seeds, dude. I like to go right chew to the source, the seeds, dude. Man, that's actually really. You want a microphone? Okay. okay. Our sponsor here, Jason's here. Jason, say hi. You want to tune up your guitar? Okay. Come say good morning. Yeah. Come say good morning. Yeah. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. He would. The Thor. The thunder. Hey. That's fair. Good morning, indeed. We're talking about a fan. You're talking about a couple fans getting your. Talking about my grow tent. I got the Cloud Atlas uh, tent. Uh, no, the fan. And the. It's like, it sucks one end. Where do you put your. Let me ask you. Where do you think you put the filter, the charcoal filter, the ducking, and the. Well, there's, fan? A, there's, a, there's, a, there's a hole that's. Yeah, but what up system? What, which way would you do it? Because I was thinking about it. It works if you have it inside. I would think that the, the hose would go on the outside, outside of the tent. As an exhaust, like you, like on the back end of a well, dryer. Well, think about right? it. Go through your head. I, I am. This is, I'm just. I'm walking okay, through. Okay, walk it. through. All it. Right? Uh, I would put the filter somewhere in front of that so that the smell is being filtered out before it's going into the tent. So, filter. I don't know if there's something to hold the filter there. <laughs> you got to get a microphone so they can hear you talk about pooping all over. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they did! It's <laughs> awesome. We were yelling at each other. We need a we need a Jason's juicy knowledge nugget segment. Oh, Jason! So in reality, unless you're really trying to hide something, the charcoal filter actually causes a lot of problems. Oh, really? Yes. And unless so, unless you're actually wanting to hide the smell, or, you know. It's, it's kind of a waste of electricity, money. It causes heat. It causes restriction. It causes problems. Yeah. That's my opinion. And when it comes to ventilation, airflow is key. If you need that, but so you don't want nobody in the house to know that you're doing it, then, then I have my own opinions. But of, of course, <laughs> I, I we run a garden with that one all the time, and you can't smell it. I mean, if you had a larger garden and you really were trying to hide it from somebody, that makes sense. But in all actuality, what I've found is it doesn't work. It makes the whole system operate inefficiently. And it's also variable because as it starts to collect dust and dirt and all that stuff, it starts to change its efficiency levels. That makes sense. It should make sense. Um, but. 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 It's the Cloudline T6 Atlas Infinity. It's the Cloudline T6 Atlas Line Infinity. That's what I said earlier. Uh, you said Cloud Atlas, which is a fucking movie. movie. Yeah, I know. With Tom I, Hanks again. What's the, what's, what's what's the, deal, the deal with, with Tom Hanks? No, how, yeah, no, I was just saying, like, our main sponsor and then a sponsor that we have, uh, they're telling us conflicting information <laughs> right now. So it's put. They're no, saying, no. speak up, Jason. Jason's off camera. He, he doesn't, doesn't want to be, be on camera. camera. I'll talk. I don't know shit about nothing. I'm here. just talking like a, a regular person. Here. I'll come over here. So, okay, because we got. I'm working. We're, we're doing the stuff with Bo from Grow Active Solutions. Oh, okay, cool. And I know there's a million ways to do it. Sure. What. Does it not filter the air at all, the charcoal filter? Like, I'm sure it's filtering some of the air, correct? And then the way I. You were saying put everything outside of the tent, right? 
No, uh, the filter would be on the inside. I was just talking about the ducting on the outside. So you would put your filter inside of the tent. Yeah. So in, front of, in front of wherever the, the hole was. Okay. Okay. So then your duck goes into I don't know that. What the filter even looks like, though, so I don't. The filter is about this big, by it's pretty big. It's a big deal. It depends on the unit. Yeah, it's. Yeah, a, I forget what. Mine. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I think I got one of them. It's Air eight. Infinity. Mm-hmm. Air Infinity, I think, is who makes the filter. Yes. And then it's got like a thing that goes over it, but the fan does. It fucking pulls some air and pushes some air. Yeah. It, it was impressive because no it has one to ten settings. All the way from one and one. ten, fucking. So you know. Yes. But yeah, I, I would think that it would be restricted, and I know you still also have to put fans inside of there, right, to move air. I wouldn't say so. Mine actually is is running through two different tents. So what it's doing is that we we ducted it through and made a nice flow through everything, and it does pretty good. Now it loses its pressure as it goes to the second tent, but not enough to worry about it. And then I leave a filter on the end, but I don't use anything like a charcoal filter. I just use an air filter to make sure that any dust that's in the room or any kind of debris from leaves and whatever that's flying, that does, it doesn't get into the rest Is the, of the charcoal building. just for smell? Or that's, is it that's it's also, is it also? There's well, I no guess other need for it whatsoever. It does, you don't need to filter your air in any building so that it can get Fresh air. For well, I think filtering the air in my situation might be good. I got to, you know, I'm keeping it kind of discreet, I guess. And if you're, yeah, if you're trying to hide and you I'm don't not want really, to smell it, that's what that charcoal is for, in <clears> my <throat> opinion. But I, I, I mean, just, I don't care about the smell, really, if that was the worst thing. But having it, I don't think, is too terrible of a thing either. Just, you know, it drops I don't know how stinky it gets. I don't know how stinky it'll get. You know what I mean? Like, doesn't the tent hold in most of uh, the... A lot of the smell, anyone. If you're blowing air out of it, you're taking whatever scent is going out of it. It will smell. It will. The question is, is whether you think you're going to alert somebody or anybody cares. That's, that's well, no one cares it. now because it's if, legal. If nobody cares, then that filter is probably causing more harm than good. Huh. If I'm wrong, I, I'll, somebody can take me to the bank all day long, but I've been working <laughs> in HVAC. Well, you're gonna, we got a third sponsor throwing his hat in the ring what on is this talk say? here. <clears throat> Conflicting information, we're agreeing. You just need airflow for transpiration. The plants also like to be wiggled by air. It helps their go. vascular structure. Correct. And your house guaranteed smells like weed already, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that is 100 million percent, percent true. Yeah. Oh, it, it gets stinky for sure. You'll be able to smell it outside of your house if you have it going with a real good grow, I guess. Yeah, so that's not a bad idea. going to hide you for big stuff. I wish I lived in a world where I really didn't even have to think twice about, you know, what the smell was outside of my fucking home. Oh, we have two visitors today. You want to come on camera too? Say hi to everybody. Little cutie. We got family in the building today, big boy. Um, yeah, we're just talking about grow rooms, grow tents, all the good stuff right now. I'm trying to figure it all out because here's the deal. You want to come back over? You want to come back over? Sure. Whatever we want to do. I'll actually. I'm going to actually get out of here. Everybody get out of here. I'm Turn your mic so you're going to do that. Um, that's Ed. That's my brother-in-law. Unless you didn't want me to say your name. On, <laughs> I didn't, unless you didn't want anybody to know you're here. Well, nobody would have known who Ed was until you told oh, them sure. also. Oh, Ed. Ed, my brother-in-law. <laughs> what is this? Steve, what do you do to get an even flow of that sweet pearl jam on your plants? I'm talking just baby. Yankers yogurt. Sticks not.
What did you? What did Alan just fucking say to me? Alan, could you repeat that for us, please? What did he say? Steve, what do you do to get an even flow of that sweet pearl jam on your plants? I'm talking just baby. Yankers yogurt. Sticks not. I did. Uh, I heard coming on your plants is actually like the first time you're gonna grow. You have to. It's just kind of a deal. <laughs> it's like drinking the deer's blood after you exactly, kill it. Exactly, like taking a bite of the heart yeah. in your first hunt. Um, no, here's the deal. Here's what I heard about the. So the way I have my tent set up is I strapped the filter. So my tent is set up here. I strapped the filter to the back bar, and then I attached the fan to the filter. So it's sucking out of the filter. And then I have my duct going out through one of the holes and out of the tent. Okay. And I looked up online, you could do it any different way to get the air moving in and out of there. There's many a, a way to get it flowing. I don't have much airflow in there, I don't think, but I don't have anything in there to kind of know yet. You know what I mean? I don't have anything in there that's- Just for reference, we, we decided on our grow that we were gonna keep any kind of noisy stuff outside of the actual tent itself because we think it interferes with the plant's life. That's just my opinion on this. <coughs> came to that Sorry. You know? Sorry about that. That it same being thing, noisy? Yeah, the same thing with air pumps. We don't like air pumps near our plants either because we think that those kind you of... You gotta play music for it. Play, yes. play them some music. Cool and you go in there and you, you want to be part of it, then putting those kind of electronics... Well, that's fuck. my own opinion now, but to, to, to get to the point, when, when we hooked this all up, we sent... We set, we set the fan up outside of the grow tent and then I went and hit I went and ran hard duck work on it and we didn't want to use any flex tubing because it causes all kinds of uh, restriction and once again airflow is everything when you're doing ventilation so we went ahead and ran some four inch duck work across you know the way got it away from the tent made sure it had good flow and I can guarantee you that both both tents get more air movement than Ted that it's like a light breeze all summer long so there's definitely <laughs> lots, lots of movement although I didn't want to touch base on movement of plants or anything but it definitely strengthens the, the grow it, it's it, there's a lot to it I'm not gonna get into that because we're not talking about that we're talking about ventilation so back to the ventilation yeah. part of it free flow is everything and, and that was that was the point of it but if you're pre-filtering, then you have the idea in your head that something bad is in the air before it gets into your tent, that you have to filter it out. And that makes absolutely no sense. Well, I was worried about actually getting fresh air into the grow. As in wh whether it would be positive or negative? No, just like fucking whether fresh air, like my stale house fucking that's air. Important. Well, where's the fresh air coming from? I'm fucking outside. Are you pulling fresh air from the, outside? No. Okay, yeah, well, then the freshest air that it's got is in within the house, and then there's enough air exchange in the house. There, yeah, because I... Unless you're into a commercial grow, this is way overthought. Yeah, I know it can be simple. Yeah. So, but it also can be super overwhelming. It can be. Like, because so, I just don't want to fuck it up. This is this is what I'm going off of for my medicine. Have to, well, I'm not going to get into this kind of... Well, I think I see a lot of uh, people yeah. struggling with grows yeah. online with just the... Uh, or not reaching their gross full, full potential. That's what I want to do. That's important. I want to come out of the gate and reach my gross full potential of looking like these plants that they grow and it looks like a bouquet because every uh, branch has been trimmed correctly and they gave the most energy to these uh, buds at the top and then they left certain leaves to let it go. So when you start diving into all that and I'm only at the ventilation part, 
And I'm like, holy shit, how there's so many. And I feel like there's a million different ways. That's why I wish in there, I wish there was a way to start like a coalition of growers that you can, we have test batches. You know what I mean? You can have a limitless amount of test batches. Cause what I'm finding out about this is I'm a white guy in my thirties and I'm like, yeah, growing weed sounds pretty fun. It's like, you know, the fucking thing you do like golf or grow some weed. Okay. I don't really like to golf that much anymore. Let's fucking grow some weeds. It's kind of like this weird transition. I'm going to be wearing flat build hats soon. Grow my, grow whatever hair I have left out. Fucking wear one of those fucking whatever. I'm going to get into the lifestyle because it's awesome. Chrome lights and chrome-plated everything. Yes, it's so cool. And then to see the finished products of what people have, and that's your medicine, then it's like, I'm growing this, and it's going to be cool, and it's White Widow, and it's going to... Oh, I fucked it up. I don't have this person's medicine. You know what I mean? Like, there is a, a, a balance there where... Oh fuck! I have to make this work. What do sure. I do to fucking make this work and ensure that I'm not, you know, I grew a plant in fucking college and it had like four little buds on it. I was like, fuck yeah! And you could fucking <laughs> go like this and Gone. shake them into the fucking, you know, I got like a grow light at fucking Worms Way or sure. something. You know what I mean? It's a little one. I'm like, I'm gonna do this shit. But now with all the, there's so much tech. Like I have a thing that, uh, Cloud Atlas, what's it called? The cloud atlas, cloud line, cloud line atlas, atlas infinity. infinity T6. T6. What that? <laughs> what the, the T, T4 bullshit. Yeah, that was T8, a little too much. T6, right where That's I need to be. Um, it's it has a humidifier <laughs> and a temperature gauge that comes in there. So sometimes I'll sit there and just be like looking at the humidity and the temp. But if you spray immediately, it's <clears throat> there's so much tech going into it. And it's like, yeah, but I'm also just fucking growing a plant here. Like, how hard can this be, you know? But I guess if you don't get the right ventilation, you don't have everything working correctly, it's pretty easy to fuck it up. I think if you focus on things too much and micromanage the stuff that you can really get lost, you just said to yourself, I'm only working on on the ventilation. And I haven't even touched the surface of everything else. You need good airflow for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. You need good airflow. Yeah. You don't need to worry about fennel, uh, filtering out your air unless it's, in, it's it's part of you know something that's you're trying to hide. And, yeah. and I don't think that's an issue. Yeah. If it is, it's not that big of a deal. Well, that's but another thing. I would thing. suggest, and I'd hate to cut you off no. just to make sure. I was trying to cut you off. If you're going to have a filter on your system, pre-filters are going to cause a lot of problems. Post-filter is where you want to be at. You want to make sure when it's leaving the tent, if you're filtering it, that you're filtering out the smell. And I, I don't see any other reason to filter it. So, no, you, so the fan should just run with no that's what I charcoal run filter. With absolutely no filters. That way there's never a time when the filter starts to get dirty and builds up and then the restriction is there and this, the fan will start slowing down or it get louder. It's all kinds of mess goes on there. Okay. And it's just, it's just cheaper to run when you don't have a filter on it if you don't need it. If you're in an apartment complex and your landlord finds out, I mean, it's obviously a problem. And the state does require that you not have any scent coming out of your garden. So it isn't. It, it That's isn't, what I thought. Yeah. It is, a, it is an issue, but you have to ask yourself whether it's necessary or not. But if it is necessary, it needs to be on the end. Well, I'm line. finding out there's a. Make sure that your flowers don't smell. That's what I'm. Uh, fucking that's another fucking thing, too, because. My kids are very interested 
and what's going on with the tent. And I've told them all about cannabis from the very beginning, from when CBD was legal. I showed them CBD cannabis because I don't, A, I don't want them being out in the street and being like, what is that? Oh, 70 bucks for an eighth? Be like, son, you're a moron. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, come on, what are you doing? I just want them to have a general knowledge. And I think my older son, he has no interest in cannabis as like a thing, like as a, like an intoxicant. He's very analytical about it. My younger one, he's a fucking wild card. Who knows what he's going to be into? Uh, He'll be into that shit Tom Cruise was into in Minority Report or some shit at that point. Um, But Oliver's very much like, okay, yeah, you know, here's, here's the facts about it. Here's it's helping children with epilepsy. It's getting all these things. Um, but to, to, go, to go back to the point, I wish growers could form a coalition where they could test different methods and different seeds in different ways. ways. That way you could have different grows set up. Oh, post-event uh, or post-fan, uh, pre-fan. Grow the same things. Try to grow as many in scientific situations as you can. Because I think we're getting a lot of anecdote, anecdotal thing. Well, I grew all this, and it, I set it up like this, and it's fucking great. Well, I grew it like this, and it grew like this, and it was great. What ways and what methods can we do that? Now, to get back to the other point, my son is very interested in what's going on with the tent, with the light, with everything like that. And I think in the way the law is written now, unless they're a patient, they can't have access to my grow area. Correct. I would love to teach my kids, this is how you germinate a seed, this is how you grow it, here's day one, here's day two, here's day three, here's a little bit of responsibility for you, this is someone's medicine we're growing here. Ooh, I don't know if that's approved medica- or, uh, um, education. So That's what I'm saying. Mm. I'm finding a whole new realm kind of, of sad problems. we're having here because you can't tell the truth. Oh, that that's I think that's why we have these discussions. It's something we've talked about a bunch of times. My kid got in trouble for telling a dare officer that he was flat out lying to the students about cannabis. And when the principal called me, I'm like, what what exactly would you like me to do about my son telling the truth? Right. What would you like me Good to do? Him. You know, I mean, yeah. Where are we at here with this? Is yeah. it really supposed to be illegal in the first place? Dennison says, uh, your first grow won't be perfect. Your 25th grow won't be perfect. Nope, but you sure will love every bit of it. That's for sure. I'm I'm excited already. Setting up the tent and the light and the the vent. I was like, I've been dreaming for this my whole life. And I'm like, precision with what I'm doing down (laughs) there and shit. I'm like, I never do this with any aspect of my life. Casey Weeblog asked, do more than three growers agree on anything? (laughs) (laughs) I've never met one that did. That's That's the thing. If you look it up online, I'm like, is there like... I know George Cervantes and like there's a couple guys that everybody goes to, but is there like, if you look online, like, how do you do this? It's like, oh, you want a thousand different answers on a question? Oh, okay. Here, ask that weed Rock, question. Well, yeah. yeah, just go ahead and help yourself because it's going to get bad. I can't wait for the scientific aspect of it, of like growing different kinds and different strains. It's already cultivars. there, Steve. I don't know. Why. No, for me personally. Oh, okay. I get you know what I mean? I'm me sorry. seeing <laughs> it, like, you know, being a guy from the show me state. Yes, you want to have it show, in your hand. That's show true. me. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Hmm. It's like I don't ever take anybody's word for it. All these other states have all this technology back. You got to show me first, bud. It feels better that way. Yeah, it does. We don't do crap until we see it. Yeah, exactly. I'm the same way. Unless I actually do it myself, it's not happening. So. Stop being a sissy and give the plants a little shot of spunk, Steve. I'm not spunking on my plants. Okay, Okay, Steve. 
I need and, and, guys get and seeds. Show. I do too. apologize. For please never you. apologize for coming in. And here. seeds. We wish you'd come in here every morning. You want to do a commercial, an early commercial? Yeah, I think it's time Let's to go to a commercial, early commercial break too. And then because uh, we've got a third set to get through anyway, so okay. Uh, so Let's do it. Do I hit? Uh, I hit over here, Craig. I hit three. Hit three. We'll be back in five minutes. Welcome back. Hour three of the Hoosier Sophisticate Morning Show. It's the sex, drugs, and rock and roll segment. We got to fix that. We got to fix that. Come on in and fix it. Come on in and fix it. Find a cloth. Steve, uh, we, we were talking about his setup, and uh, Jason wants to clarify some information uh, based on the setup that Steve has and, and what, was, uh, what he was saying. Trying to, they, they got two different growth setups. They're not all the same. There's a million different ways to do this. Isn't that what you said, Steve? That's what Steve said. Yeah, well, that's, that's what we agreed upon. That was the end, the, the end result. Okay. Okay. Craig, you're going to hold this. I'm going to hold this. Why can't Come over here. Okay. So here's my setup. You want to go over yours first? No. Okay. We just blue. draw them both real quick. Blue. Just draw two tents. Will blue show up? Maybe if I get it out of this light. Here. I don't think blue will show up. What if I get it out of that light right there? I'm going to do brown because it's my favorite color. All right, so my tent is 4 by 4 tent here, right? Can you see it? There you you want fatter markers? Hold on. Here. Keep on going. Oh, there we go. So there it is, right? There's mine. Now I got a filter right here. So filter there. Then I have my fan, which is kind of shaped like a torpedo fan. Hanging, I got them strapped. So I got this thing strapped around a bar. This is a bar at the top of your thing. And then I have this zip tied there. Then I have ducking running out that flap going out here. Boom. There's where it is. It's taking the air from inside here, taking it, sucking it, going this way, going this way. Here's the little plants are going to be. Here's my light um, hanging from, I got hanging from over here. But I also have vents that are drawing air in here. So that is how my setup is right now. Jason? Yep. So we're going to go with some purple here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and a big fat one. So what we're going to do is we're going to... Hold on, he's not even anywhere I'm trying to find out what we're going to be. Here we go. Here, here, here. Go up a little bit. There you go. There you go. There you Can go. you see that? Okay. Yeah, that's perfect. We're great. So there's, here's the difference here. I have... That's my fan. Like yeah. too. Yes, it does. That's right. And so it gets blown into here. There is no filter because it is because you got no outside filter. of the outside, outside of the tent. And so the filter would be effective as it blows 
out this hole here, there would be a filter here, that, but there isn't one. And that is the, that is it. That's it. That's the complete difference. That's the, difference. That's the you, discussion. There's nothing more. The air in your place not being good enough, so maybe throw a filter here and fill No, I would not. That would there. be silly, oh, yeah, in my yeah. opinion. But in Steve's opinion, yes, that's what I thought you were doing. Oh. But in Steve's deal here, Steve needs the filter to filter out the smell, which is, once again, subjective towards whether you need the smell or not. And you may want to... Yeah, that's pretty good. We're going to draw up a better diagram and post it somewhere. Oh, there's some diagrams online. Yeah, there's plenty as it is. That's right. But we definitely want to clarify. But it'd be nice to be able to grow the same seeds and do it this exact same way in our tent and see, the and see what happens. Well, why don't we just do that? You want to do it? I'll sponsor the whole thing. Let's do this thing. I am all about it. We are going to go ahead and do that and then... Maybe get other people that want to get involved too. Yeah, let's start a, a growing collective. I mean, fun. it's pretty much the magic melon thing it's they're trying to do. Except fest, yeah. they're not trying to figure out. I don't think the best growing things like hydro uh, or soil or what kind of soil. Like, there's so many fucking subtle nuances Ever to been, what yeah. you could do and what you could add. It's fascinating. It's over fascinating. <sighs> I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Now, We're clear. We're clear, right. brother. Yeah. No apologies. Yeah, right. yep. We did it, guys. You're the That's man. what we do here. We break it down. We get down to the, the brass tacks and things. That's what we do here at the Sweet Leaf Studios in Festus, okay? We tried to give this away. People couldn't even write an email. We're not giving them anything ever again. <laughs> Never again. Rusty wrote an email. Rusty? You want to hear him? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. It has to either make us laugh, cry, or bone up. So either it makes you bone up. It makes you cry. It either makes you cry or it either makes you laugh. Jason, what happens uh, if you miss your ex-wife? I would say try and shoot again. Get better aim. Look at you go. Look at you go. See, Rusty and, Rusty and Jason are on a level. Get better aim is the answer. Okay. All right. I almost Is feel like rusty? I, you're rusty, aren't you? You're fucking rusty. I knew he's trying to win his own pipe, fixes in. He's like, I gotta get these pipes there, back. I keep giving away to these guys. There once was a girl who wasn't feeling very pretty, so she went to a genie to make her pretty. The genie told her that to make her feel pretty, he would make it so that every time someone apologized to her, her boobs would increase by one size. So the girl's walking down the street, and someone bumps into her and says, oh, I'm sorry. And the woman's boob went up one size. Then someone accidentally stepped on her foot and said, I'm sorry, and her boobs got another size bigger. Then she's walking down the street, and a man from India bumps into her and says, oh, my God, a thousand apologies. Are you guys really laughing? I can't tell the third one. It's rather xenophobic. Uh, <laughs> and I, I just, I can't do it. We've got too much on the line. <clears throat> We've got too much on the line. We've got too much on the line. I can't. We have nothing on the line. I'm not, I'm not telling the joke. We start a new company I'm not telling tomorrow. the joke. I thought, I was hoping to get like a couple of, you know, penthouse forum Letters, you know, some people that were really laying it I out there. I could write some letters to bone people. Tell them, I'll get you boned up. 
That's how I used to jerk off. I, I can either make you cry or get you boned up. I can't make you laugh. <laughs> You're asking too much out of me to get you to laugh. But I'll make you cry, and I'll make you. I'll bone you up. Did you ever read erotic stories? Literotica.com was my favorite website in my late teens, Mine early twenties. Freesexstories.com. Not bad. Yeah, I, I had a couple of great little BDSM. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> Continuing stories like this was all it was a whole series, man. Not bad. Oh, yeah, I was in not bad lesbians, obviously. Sure, uh, like fucking babysitters, but also like what I thought was not not like the older male babysitter thing now, which I would you're not keep, you super- have time to the end of the show. You want to finish your email? Send it in. You got till the end of the show, you got a chance to win a little tally pop. Or is that washcloth? I heard it might be a different Oh, is that, is that I funny? <laughs> I think, no, I think someone was just saying because of the size. I think it was a size joke. Is there actually a washcloth character? I don't know. I thought maybe there was. Maybe there is. is there, I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, we'll look that up. Um, yeah, I thought the erotic stories, because pictures took way too long to download. <coughs> Videos were a far cry from what it was. Um, oh yeah, I used to get down on some of those naughty stories, oh. dude. It was great. Tali and Rebecca's son is washcloth. Oh yeah, it might be washcloth. Makes his first and only appearance in the episode "Crippled Summer." <laughs> uh, huh. Hey, are there any new episodes of that uh, sassy Justice? Oh, that is that shit is wild, dude. Are there any? New I mean, I'll tell you what. Speaking of deep fakes, you got one trending, bud. You've got one trending right I now. I look exactly like my cousin. You look exactly like Gwen Stefani, and it's a strange boner for me, man. <laughs> it shouldn't be. Sorry, he's not home right now. He's walking in the spider webs. Leave a message and I'll call you back. Uh, Don't speak was the first song I ever, you know. Made out to? No, just slow dance. Oh, slow dance? I think I had a hard make-out session at Don't Speak one time. A real aggressive (laughs) make-out session. They used Uh, to play Lady in Red all the time. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, who doesn't get boned up? Was it that Chris DeBerg or something? What was his name? I hated that fucking It's awful. It's a bad tune. But you'd always have to go up, find a girl in a red dress, and go up. Chris DeBerg. May may I have this dance? Krista, you're you're happy about knowing that I knew that guy's name. Red. Yeah, you know, I think 80% I percent of all things. I associated the song with sucking, and then Deberg came naturally. Oh! Who's got the shoes, <laughs> motherfucker? Oh, you got another mar- uh, dragon in here. Goddamn right. You're you're a dragon, right? We got another dragon. You can pull up a chair if you want. Are you going to fucking stand sexy like that? <laughs> yeah, he's got his fucking, he's got his fucking doorway hand <laughs> Oh, shit. He's going to win the pipe because yeah, I'm getting boned up. Boned up. <laughs> Bachelorette was on last night. How was that? It's the best show on television. The best show going. Uh, I'll tell you what. I cannot tell you how many messages I got that uh-huh. said. I, me too. If I don't get at least an hour of Bachelorette talk Never every day. It. I'm out. Well, now there's new Taisha, Taisha, Taisha. Because the yeah. other girl got married. The other, the other girl, girl got hitched. Said, I'm, I'm, I'm into this guy, Dale. He's my one true love. I'm checking in on Dale and her. What's Which, her name? Uh, Dale and woof, woof. K. The Karen. No, not Karen. I want it to be Karen. Dale Bachelorette. I'll find uh, it. Fuck. What's her name? It'll pull. It'll bring up whatever. Yeah, it'll bring up. 
Uh-oh. I don't want I didn't want to have to be the one to tell you about this, but No, 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 no. Please don't. I I didn't want to tell you this. Uh Don't do this to me. Please don't do this to me. Appearing on Tuesday's episode in a bonus segment. Yeah. To update viewers about their relationship, the couple confirmed that they're still very much engaged and happy. <laughs> Although Crawley's declarations about their future gave Moss noticeable pause. What? But I'm gonna I'm gonna give you. Uh, what does that mean? It means she was probably like, "I'm gonna marry him. We're gonna be together forever." And Dale was like, "A little buddy, warm in here, buddy." Boy. I told you how the episode went. They go, "This is the bachelor, the bachelorette. You're blowing this season up. You love this dude." Oh, yeah, I do. No, sorry. I really respect the journey and the, the value of the show. I really respect that. Yeah, it sounds like and it. And they're like, okay. Well, she thought, both of them thought, well, we'll Nothing just go away. Nothing sacred anymore. Nothing sacred. We'll go away and we'll just date and figure it out and get, well, then they go to the dude and they're like, you ready, bud? Here's the, pick a ring. We got the ring guy on his way here. You ready? And he's like, uh, uh, they spend one night together figure it out and then they're like yeah i guess we'll get married we'll do the whole married we'll get married now but this girl Tasha, she wants a grown-ass man okay she wants a grown ass man mm. but she even that has, always drives it home for she me she even has an event <laughs> where she tries to find a grown-ass man so she gets all these guys all lubed up she oils them up but the weird thing was she was doing it with like a you know, like a stain brush, not like a real nice brush that has nice bristles. Mm -hmm. This is like a stain brush, got like fucking hay for bristles. Sure. You know, and she's fucking lubing these guys up. I'm like, Tasha, just rub them down, hon. You know what Get I mean? a feel like, for where you're trying to be the rest of your life. <laughs> Thank you. You could, we could commentate the show. We should. It would probably get way more. Whatever we're doing here, whatever this is. I hear you, bud. Um, so then, so I'm Tasha, really gonna blow your world up, man. So Jeez. she goes like this. Please don't. So she goes like this. She batters them all up, right? Right. Now Bat batters him. Yeah. Now, okay. she, now they have to slather them. Bastes him. Yeah. S slather. I like batters base. too. I like. I like that. Put a little batter. Get them all battered up, like, like Captain D's. <clears throat> so now they have to wrestle each other, except. They're, no, they don't. They're not, they're not greased in up a cage, wrestling. In a cage. Buddy, you would love this show. Just out of competition alone. Here's my deal. 15 years ago, with the knowledge I have now, put me on The Bachelor. You know what I mean? And let me try to manipulate all of the guys in the house and then manipulate this girl. Because it's a very simple game. You come out of the gate hot. You get them liking you. Boom, okay. Just now, don't pull up in a hot tub, you fucking nerd. Do never pull up in a hot tub. In, in clothes. You pull up in a hot tub and you got trunks on. What an idiot. What a fucking idiot. People are yelling at you drunk from the thing. Like, uh, <clears throat> There's a guy from Harvard on this season. He's like, yeah. So they have this grown-ass man thing. Well, let me get back to the wrestling. Okay. They grease each other up, right? So now they're all greased up wrestling. Well, instead of having like a wrestling mat, they have like a fucking black top thing they got to wrestle on. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's almost like cork or something weird. Okay. Like, supposed to be good, but I was like, you'll get, you'll get rug burns and shit on that. Sure. Like a, yeah. So these guys are just mashing each other. Well, there's two guys who just 
Val Kimmer obviously boned up some chick about 32 years ago. Okay. This guy, Chasen. Not Chase. Not Jason. Chasen. Chasen. Oh, his name is actually Chasen. Like the Chasen Apartments? Chasen is okay. his name. Parents couldn't. They like Ch- One like Chase. One like Jason. Bada bing, bada boom. <clears throat> Seems reasonable. So uh, they're having this competition. The first part of the competition is they have to uh, spell, do addition, just kind of tough questions, but you got to be able to think on your feet. You got a little dry erase board because she's trying to find a grown ass man, bud. Naturally. Okay. So she uh, has them do these things and they got to spell limousine. They have to spell limousine. You can spell limousine. I could spell limousine. You obviously worked with him. L-I-M-O-U-S-I-N-E. Yes, okay. Well, the guy from Harvard spells it L-I-M-O-S-I-N-E. Fucking nerd! Ha! This one dude goes, I went to fucking Arizona State, and I know that. <laughs> Sun Devil? What's yeah, up? Yeah, I know. He's a, well, they showed his, he's an aeronautical engineer. Okay. I was like, okay, asshole. He fucking, he's like, oh, I went to Arizona State and partied a little bit. But he didn't know, they had three math questions. He didn't know any of them. And it was like, if she had 25 roses and then sent five guys home and then had two guys come back and then sent four more home and then had two guys come back, you just had to be paying attention so yeah. you could put it. And he was like, <laughs> like test anxiety. You got Bob Barker's like, you've already used the, <laughs> you one. Used the one. You've used the one. Write what you want here. Write what you want here. <laughs> Scratch it out. No, hang on. No. I thought Bob Barker was going to choke that That's his last episode. I thought he was going to choke the fuck out. Yeah, that was when he said, call Drew up. I'm fucking done. Get Brock can't write out five numbers. Get me off of this show. And then she won. World's falling to shit. So, they have to do that. One guy's going to become the man child. (laughs) One guy's going to become the grown-ass man, so they each get to win. Mind you, Chasen and this other guy are kind of forming this rivalry, uh, Eddie. So, Ed. Chasen and Ed. Chasen and Ed. Okay. How weird is that? Mm -hmm. So, Chasen and Ed are forming this rivalry, and they're going through the event. Well, the the second event is the wrestling or something, or that even came later. But one of the events in this man-baby competition was they have to make breakfast in bed. So they're each like at this cook station and they're making up French toast and shit and she's laying in bed and it's like, it's fucking like set. Oh my God. This show is so degrading. So they make, they make, fuck you. You talking about (laughs) spitting in people's mouths. This show is so degrading. Yeah, fuck you, man. (laughs) So anyway, so they're making her breakfast in bed and some guys have like waffles and they're like, hey. This is kind of like a, what a day like with me would be like. And you got all these people watching, so it's kind of weird. Well, the dude from Harvard, he's been failing all day. So he comes in a robe, and he's Pierce Brosnan. Sure. He's, he's 20, 20, 21, Pierce Brosnan. Got a hairy chest fro. Looking right down right down here to, you know, just mm-hmm. magic land mm-hmm. happening down there. Sure. And then probably a nice spread going down his inner Naturally. Thigh, you know? <laughs> probably a nice deal. Looks like he's got animal from the Muppets in a leg <laughs> yeah. lock. He's Gaston. He's the new age Gaston. Okay. okay. Very good. Brilliant. No, so, one, no one pubes like Gaston. <laughs> no one pubes like Gaston. No one Boobs like that. That's when you grab a girl's boobs. I'm going boobing tonight, fellas. That's when you go try to grab as many boobs as you Your wife says the new chick is hot. 
Oh, all the girls. Think I could Jenny and her and her gal pal were just in there. Safe travels, bud. Take care, brother. Um, they, Real quick, they time get, out. They got you email out. Twain T W A I N at mycelial m y c e l i a l dot media. Twain at mycelial media. I'll put it in the uh, messages. Uh, you're gonna either email us something that will make us laugh, will make us cry, or, or we'll up. bonus up. We yeah. will not. Sh- if you want it to be anonymous, we will not share your name. We're just gonna read emails. Oh, I'm sure. We're just gonna names. read emails. Email them something that makes them laugh or horny or cry or cry to win a towel. Yeah, tally pipe, tally pipe, or a washcloth. Um. <clears throat> so now they're making breakfast in bed. Uh, the fucking. The Harvard guy comes in in a robe. Everybody else is dressed. He comes in a robe. He's made some beignets, some donuts. He's, like, feeding them to her, and they're, like, making out on the fucking bed in front of all these other dudes and stuff. And it's like, what? (laughs) What's going on? What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Watch on our Twitch stream if you love this shit. Um so then we're, uh, he wins. So he gets the, the man award. And they're like, dude, he didn't even do the wrestling thing because he said his knee hurt and he had an old injury. Oh, no. Instead of that, they had to rope up to each other. No. <laughs> Turn around. And so they put a rope right here, and I put a rope around my waist. And then we've got to run and try to grab the bouquet. We've got to run away from each other. Is there any, is there any giving the rope? No. I'm taking someone on a fucking ride. Oh, someone did. <laughs> so Chasen, Chasen took Eddie for a ride. Because oh. they're like, Eddie's Eddie's yoked. Okay. But he's got little bird legs. You got to get a fucking low center of gravity and quit skipping leg day, you fucking sissy. Dude, I, told, I was like, I, as long as someone wasn't crazy heavy and got low, I would have just fucking crawled Pretty my much bear crawl. there. Yeah. If you got the weight of another grown man, you can get so low and driving forward. It's unbelievable. The yeah. center of gravity, I yeah. remember them like. You could be this high off the, this is the ground, you could be that high off of it, just. It's the most amazing thing about football to me. Unless a guy has so much momentum and is huge, then it just becomes a collision. But if you can get low and someone's not putting like 100% of their, what they have into them, they're yeah. trying to do a little, and you get low and drive. That's one of my favorite. It's all about firing off, It's all about firing off, too, because somebody can be as low as they want. If you get off on the jump gotcha. quicker, you're, the momentum's already going. They're already working backwards. Yeah, and you got to, like, punt, like, get them with Fuck it, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's an explosion. Yeah, I fucking, that's my favorite thing. A good tackle Dude, is one of my <clears> favorite things. what my buddy said about, things. like, uh, uh, having tried out, like, at uh, pro NFL camps and everything, and then having played in, like, a high-level college program and then a, a good high school program. He goes, the strength doesn't start getting, like, it, it starts to kind of level off where – some of the strongest dudes in the country are playing high school or playing college football. He goes, but even his transfer from high school to college, like he was moving weight that made him one of the strongest guys on the team. He goes, but the speed difference at each of the levels is yeah. that's where yeah. it fucking, that's where it's different. Oh, you can be as strong yeah. as you want, but if oh, you get hit yeah, by a fucking quick. car <laughs> off the line, boom, instantly, that's the difference. Um, so anyway, so then the guy wins. Well, Ed, who gets humiliated by Chasen. Oh, man. He wins the baby he award. I hope he didn't come. So he has from to wear... From being humiliated so good in public. Wear, he has to carry a baby around that cries for the whole rest. Till the girl says, no, you don't have to carry that around. And he's like, ah, it's fun. This is for real happening? Yeah. And he's got to carry this live This is some pretty life. heavy power <laughs> dynamics, man. Like, ah. 
Why is Nexium going to jail? Why is Nexium going to jail? Bachelor's got the show. They're making dude. a guy fucking carry a baby around because he, he lost. punked out. And he's got bird legs. So anyway, so he's got to carry this baby, which he's making a deal. He's like, I name it Carlos. I always wanted to have a little Carlos. So he's using it to his advantage. I'm holding that Brilliant. baby by the foot. Brilliant. Well, it was even funny, though. The, so him and the Harvard guy are becoming friends because they just say, Chase on. He, he said the exact same thing to both girls. And they've noticed. And the one guy got a perfect, Ed got a perfect math score on his S- SAT. Okay. So he's like kind of like a weird savant, but looks like a goon. Like Eidetic a, memory, like he, he knows exactly face, what he said. Yeah, and his facial expressions are always kind of weird. You're like, this guy's kind of a... A little uh, distant. He's weird. He's, a, he's an interesting guy, for sure. So they become buddies, and they're like, he's just like, you're beautiful. I really want to go on this journey with you. I really feel a strong connection. He's like, this guy just fucking has the same rotation of shit. And he was talking about Instagram followers after this, because that's really the play. Yeah, it's you go all on about, there, it's all you about don't getting, win. It's and all about becoming like, an influencer. I can become an influencer at this forever. Yeah. Um, so I get to see how that well, I get to see how that world works on that level. Uh, you know, from my fucking couch or whatever. So I'm. Um, they go into this. So Ed and Chasen hate each other well fucking harvard guy brings up he's like hey jason i just want to bring this up man to man but uh ed says you're fake and a lot of the stuff and ed's like Hi. and he's got this little baby and jason's like <clears throat> i appreciate you bringing that up as a man to man he's this type of guy right and i don't appreciate you uh you know bullying up on me because i'm here for the right reasons i am starting to grow a connection with this girl in my heart and i know i had feelings for the last girl but I am starting to grow a connection with this girl in my heart. You know, and they're like, okay, dude, you just say the same shit over and over. And he, this is the Val Kilmer looking dude. Really, he's handsome as hell. You know, Val Kilmer's handsome. Young Val Kilmer, okay. So, and he's just always like, here's the deal with what's going on. And you're like, okay, bud, I get it. So then they're, they're fighting at a date because they're on a date and they're fucking, there's this group date whole, whole dynamic. And then he's like, oh, you guys are teaming up. Harvard guy, we're cool. Ed, we're not cool. You've been fucking talking shit this whole time. I don't like you. And he's like, and you got bird legs. <laughs> and he's like, and you can see Ed's like, he wants to cry. Because he's yoked out of his mind. <clears throat> Obviously knows he skipped leg day. Obviously knows. Everybody's called him bird legs. Punked. But he got just got punked, okay? And he's holding this baby because he won the man baby award. So not only does he look like he's going to cry. He's holding a fake baby. <laughs> that the baby starts crying. <laughs> the baby can, like, pick up on his tension. Oh, it's a mirror of him? Like yeah. some people's shitty dogs? <laughs> Hey, call back. That's a native him. Moment of clarity. <laughs> and so, fuck. So now he's just like, well, I don't, I don't think that's true. So they form a rivalry, right? So now they're they're going back and forth with their whole deal. And, he, you know, it's like when you go talk to the girl, you're like, hey, I think this guy's not here for the right reasons. He's like, no, I am here for the right reasons. This is what he says. He's like, you know what? I don't care if they team up on me. They're like Batman and Robin, which someone called me your sidekick the other. <laughs> see my gifs? Yeah, they're great. That's why I'm talking about Batman and Robin right now. No, I didn't see anything. I'm never on there. Um, <clears throat> so Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. and he goes, "I'll be Superman." This dude, the Val Kilmer dude, he goes, "I'll be Superman." And he goes, "Actually, 
I'll be more like Wolverine. He did that? Because that's my nickname. No, the fuck it's not. What's his name in real life? Jason, it ain't your fucking nickname. Nobody's ever called no you one. Wolverine. That's exactly what I said fucking to Jen. Fucking Logan. Get the fuck I out of here. No one. You, you don't even really look like the guy who plays him, Hugh Jackman. But he's like, you know what? Wolverine. That's what they call me. Wolverine. And I was like, well, buddy. So anyway, she keeps him around. And uh, she's starting to form some real connections with these guys. Which is really nice to see, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> One guy comes out. He's got a mustache. She shaves his mustache, so he played the right game. He comes out with a mustache, and then she's like, "Can I shave you?" And he's like, "Let me think about it." Because, like I said, it's all like I'm sure. Yeah, you can't be like, "Yeah, of course." <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> Otherwise, you're gonna be holding the fucking baby. You gotta fucking first off. You gotta be a man when you wear a mustache, anyway. Oh, that's what he's He's one of the youngest guys. So he, that's why he's like, I wear a mustache. And everyone's like, all the older guys are like, he's not here for the right reasons. Because he has a mustache? That's awful a mustachist. Because well, he's young. It's ageism. A lot of ageism on there. A lot of ageism. she's ready for a grown-ass man. Can you be a grown-ass man at sure 26? 100%. The one guy who's a, sure like an aeronautical engineer, he's 26 yeah. or 27. Yeah, sure. He's more mature than anybody. 100%. He's just like... Yeah, hey, if you're fucking 38 running around the bachelorette, <laughs> yeah, you're real grown. That's kind of the deal. Then there's this... Okay, so then there's that guy. He comes back. She shaves him. She shaves him. And he likes it. And she likes it. So then he starts... He goes on a group date because... They said, hey, man, Ed can't wrestle at this greased-up wrestling little tournament, at this greased-up little pig tournament. And so he jumps the fence. He's like, I'll fight for your honor. And she's like, oh, my God. So he takes off his shirt, and they grease him up, and he wrestles this guy who's bigger than him. He wrestles Chasen. And so everyone's like, oh, fuck. Chasen's got a chance. Chasen's got a chance to make it right. No, Jason's a dickhead. He's got no chance to make it right. He's got nothing. He's got At this point, Jason is just Jason on a humiliation keeps, tour. Fucking Wolverine is on a total humiliation tour. He keeps tour. referencing Wolverine. I. God. At this point, he's he's already said his. So now he's going to talk about time to go into Wolverine mode. I don't know. These guys might have to see a side of Wolverine tonight. <laughs> he's not doing that. I, he's not doing why, that. This is why I watch it. I can't. It's cringe. You I would you dude. would die. I, it you, would Jenny, kill me. Jenny's like sometimes she's like I have to visit. I can't fucking do that, man. It fucking hurts. So there, and we'll rewind. I'll rewind all those parts because I'm like, look at these people, man. The fucking <laughs> shit, <laughs> shit they say. <coughs> so anyway, so he goes on the date. Mm-hmm. He's not supposed to be on the date. He jumped the fence to fight for her honor. These are just guys watching this date happen. So then he goes on the date. Then he has her shave him. Then he gets the date rose. So now nine of these dudes are like, at the end of the date, she goes, oh, Noah got, Noah shaved his mustache. Doesn't Noah look so much better? Doesn't Noah look better? Why is she talking like that? I That's how she talks. Oh. Doesn't Noah look better? She's a girl. That's how all girls talk. It's true. And, uh, and so... <laughs> And so all the guys are there, and Noah's like smiling with no mustache, and they're all going, 
<laughs> I'm like, what'd you expect? What'd you expect when you asked all the other guys, hey, does my other boyfriend look good too? That's what I'm saying. The Nexium guy can't live with three chicks, but she can bone up 25 dudes and make a show out of it. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, don't do it. Don't. I got info on Dale Moss, bud. And this was reported yesterday, but he was no, seen. No, no. He was no. seen with two female supermodels in New York City no. yesterday. No. Yeah, he was. That kind of flies in the face of them, the happy engagement that, uh, I mean, I, look, <clears throat> adults have their own arrangements for, for, for their, their sexual lives and everything. I mean, she might be totally open to Dale, you know, dipping his wick in a couple of different. <laughs> you okay? Dale, don't mess this up. Claire's the best thing that ever happened to you. When Claire was asked about the next step, she yelled, Babies! And Dale insisted he would prefer to get married first. After their whirlwind engagement on national TV, Claire visited Dale's hometown in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. She also documented the meeting with his sisters, Robin and Amber, on her Instagram. Documented a Now meeting. Dale has been spotted with two ladies in the Big Apple, and fans are curious. Oh, you can't run, bud. You can't. You're not going to be able to cheat in the world you live in now, bud. No. And that's what happened. Here's what happened. You go on The Bachelorette as a dude... Mm-hmm. And the chick uh-huh. is perfect. Okay. And your your testosterone's like whoosh because you got 20 other dudes there. And you see it. Some of the dudes are like, uh, I'm good on the fucking uh, kind of posturing. And you see some of the dudes are like, that's what I fucking yeah, sure. live for, dude. I dig it. You know, I live for this shit. Mm-hmm. On psychological levels, physical levels, whatever, they're just trying to get this girl. They don't know if they. I get it. Yep, They've been sure. on four dates by the time they propose. Sure. sure. <clears throat> so it's a nice experiment to see how it's fucking how all of these guys, how all of the people, the the, the psychology of what happens when you get them all together, and then after you get this chick, she's perfect. You won. Good. Now you live together, and you're like. Okay. Yeah, you didn't show this side yeah, this of yourself on the game show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then your Instagram is just like. Steve. So you see why it doesn't work. I do see why it doesn't work. Uh, uh, you want to hear about some weird sex toys? What's the matter with you? Oh, you're trying to close out some sound. <laughs> Guys, we're gonna. T- I'm gonna tell you about a couple of weird sex toys that you'd have to see to believe. Except I'm not gonna show them to you. I'm just gonna tell you about them. You got a little freak ass in you, don't you? Yeah, it's the drug, sex, and rock and roll. Uh second bud you got a little freak ass inside steve what would you do if you could clone your ding dong and Uh, then and then it could then glow in the dark clone my ding. you want to clone your ding dong i could clone my 19 year old ding dong all smooth well no i'm talking about your 37 year old ding dong you're not trying to clone your your 37 year old dinger i mean i'd I'd, you're probably gonna buy a better one maybe but you know maybe 
let's say you got a Why long am I bit, just cloning my ding dong? Let's say you got a long trip. You got a long trip ahead of I'll you. I'll make a mold for Jeff. And that's what I'm saying. This is what I'm getting at. Uh, you got a long trip ahead of you. You're gonna you're gonna leave. Safe. You're good. He keeps apologizing. Would you tell him he owns this joint? Like, I know. Why would you look, tell him he owns the fucking joint? Apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the door slam. I was like, "Oh, slam!" <laughs> so, they're metal doors. I just uh, well. Hey, are we gonna play a song here in a little bit? After the uh, after the second after playing? the third break, we're gonna play we'll some sing, music. You play. All right, so get something ready because we got a, a commercial About break. About 20 minutes or so. You got 40 minutes. No, 36 minutes. Okay, what do you want? Pick one out. You pick it. You we'll sing it. Well, no, you ever heard him? He's got the voice of an angel. No, I. And then we can pull it up on here. Actually, okay. I heard the affirmations this morning and almost cried. Oh. Listen to that. Wonderful voice. Listen oh, to that. Listen to this. Uh, it, was, it was wonderful. I, but why do you think I came up here? Keep your guitar out. <laughs> what about the crows? Thanks for being here. I don't have that ready on there. John Snow. The crows. What about John Snow and the crows? <laughs> hey, what about uh, Shanty? Shanty? Well, I could do that all day. Well, that's you why I'm giving, I'm giving you the easiest one. Yeah, the one yeah. all day. You guys can sing it. Uh, you know that song? Uh, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. No, I'll probably play the xylophone or something. You know the xylophone. No, the xylophone works. That's better. You can do this. You better have the lyrics right. <clears throat> so, Steve, what? you're going on a long business trip. Okay. Your wife's going to miss you. No, I'm not. Your, I'm wife's, your wife is going to miss you. No, she's and not. so you give her your ding-dong, except it's glow-in-the-dark now. Oh my God! A glow in the dark dinghy? A glow in the dark dinger. I don't know, man. Yeah. Why, why are we cloning it? If uh, just, we clone something, uh, it's not. It's 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 a mold. It's a mold. Oh, why did you it, say? Because well, it's called clone a willy. Well, that's a that's a misleading name. Because if I'm gonna clone anything, I'm gonna clone some body parts I fucking you need, need to stay alive. A couple kidneys. Heart, heart would probably be your play. Heart. I'm thinking lungs and kidneys right now. Yeah, I think your lungs liver. would probably go for a while as long as you had a good engine. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I treat mine like dog shit. Your lungs? But I've only I've only yeah, lungs are a diamond cigarette dozen, for like five years now. Really? You yeah. started when you were in your thirties? I started when uh, <clears throat> Ivan after Ivan was born for a little while. After that is when I picked it up. I like bought my. You feel like you could just walk away from them? Cigs? Yeah. Fuck no. No, really? They're in gra- <clears throat> That's why I fucking need a little. I want a little. I got you. I'm with you. Step in the right direction. I'm with you. <clears throat> Hey, how a about nudge. a, uh, a do you understand guys fucking inflatable dolls? Of course. Yeah, okay. How about the love and lamb inflatable doll? Yeah, people love that shit. You gives me a chance to fuck a lamb, man. Well, that's like without the, without the, you know, the lack of consent from, from animalia. You're going to be able to VR it in no time. No though. time. You're going to be able to VR whatever she, why did you uh, scroll past that one? That one too risque. Oh no. It's just uh, just called the octopusy dildo. Um, And it's kind of a tentacle that wraps around your finger here. Let me see if I can tell you what I'll do. I think describing it, let them go to the, let them go to the website. You can can post post the link here on the show discussion. So I haven't been doing that because I said, fuck it. Octopusy dildo. Oh, caught it. Busted. Uh, here Busted, we have my phone audio on. Dueling dicks, inflatable sword fighting game. Oh, someone tagged us in Dueling. that. They said, Steve, Steven should do that. 
Stephen Craig should. Do oh, I, uh, how about a adjustable flesh loop? Pardon? Uh, an adjustable flesh loop. Now, uh, the way I look at this thing is it. Explain it's kind it of me. a. Um, I've seen a lot of uh, cock rings of this variety where it's kind of you can decide where this thing fits. You want to just go all shaft? Do you want to go just balls? Do you want to go balls and shaft? Do you want to get one behind your balls and one in front of your balls? What is it that you're trying to, to accomplish? And ultimately, you can do that with this loop with a sliding toggle on it. Uh, this one, and uh, this one's called the erection enhancing lasso. You're not into it? I'm into it, dude. You probably probably like it. You probably I'm not like it. I'm trying to cinch my beanbag off. It's not bad. I know I've had like a, a nice, but I'll, I'll use it. It's not bad. I'm not using that, is what I'm saying. That's fair. I mean, you that could bead, also, you could also, I'm just thinking skin gets You can accomplish it with bead. a good soft rope. You can accomplish <laughs> no the same doubt. thing, tying a little square yeah. knot. You're in yeah. good shape, a little slip You get knot. it boned up and then you tie it off. Damn it's right. Like, and then you're fucking, it's kind of a deal. There, dude. How about an anal plug with a long tail? You know something about those, don't you? <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> no, sir. I, I dig it. Oh, why not, bud? Uh, Why wouldn't you dig it? Sweet snow body powder. Now, if someone told me that they were selling some sweet snow Snow body body powder, powder, I'd have a pretty good idea of what they were trying to sell me. And it would be a little bit of schmees, okay? (laughs) I've hoofed a lot of schneef, all right? A lot of... uh, (laughs) It's a sensual... shunga? This is a lot of... uh, This was called shunga. Sensual body powder. This one's called the sweet snow. Fuck yeah, baby. Oh wow, a Swarovski uh, dilly, like, a, um, so a, like a glass. crystal, like Swarovski crystals over oh, here. It's a glass shit. dilly, Shiri Zen Aqua wow. Swarovski, hundred ninety dollars and twenty five cents. Damn, treat treat your business to to something it deserves. How about an Eiffel Tower dill, dilly? Fuck the fridge, dude. Yeah, I know, but you set that thing on the floor. No, I'm saying fuck, fuck the, the French. French. Yeah, right on, right on. Uh, ooh, that thing looks like it nope. means Is that a business. Gate, gate nope, that's something that I, I think it oscillates and it's it has a little oh, sucking motion. That's yeah. scary. Yeah, that's this scary. thing is the. It's called Alpha One, the Ring, twenty-four karat let gold me, masturbator. Let me ask you, when do you think Jesus four hundred bucks for that? Thing? Well, it's actually twenty-four karat gold. Lord it's almighty. twenty-four karat gold. So when will there be like some sort of? Uh, device that you can wear and possibly wear as the other partner so you can feel what they feel well and all oh fuck i didn't even think about it that there's a whole black mirror episode remember oh yeah yeah in virtual reality like that shit's it's coming but it's like oh these parts kind of they they match together and they fucking kind of like almost walk you through sex positions and then like Oh, turn on the vibrator and both your guys fucking your butthole vibrator goes off and her clitoris yeah. vibrator goes uh-huh. off and you're like, that's great. Turn them, shut them both off. Okay, now clamp. And you fucking hit this. Everything's just like. You fucking got these things on. You're like, fuck. And you are speaking off. of teledildonics. It's a whole thing. Okay. For real? A hundred million percent. You that's can control. You can no, control the these underwear. toys with, with, with. You know, with with the controller, with an app on your phone, you can do it from a distance. You can do it together. Teledildonics. Teledildonics, man. I missed the boat on it. I was talking <laughs> about this in fucking 2010. I swear to Christ. I was like, there's a fucking market here for people that are in. I mean, especially I, I think about you know military spouses. 
Oh, you're over, such over, a patriot. I am fucking over perfect. fucking seas. You know, it's brilliant though. Got your, you got your, you know, like it's a way to lick be, your phone. Be home, yeah. You're fucking just tonguing your fucking all the. That was your whole. There's deal, more though. bacteria on this thing they're, than a public <laughs> toilet. They're uh, like you can just use your uh, finger, and you kept going into the app. People like, nope. And my got, finger doesn't move as fast as this. Be, gotta be the tongue. Yeah, I got an old fat tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, leopard print Benoit balls. You know the Benoit balls? You ever put a couple in your bunk? <laughs> I don't know what they're for. Benoit balls are for gals to work their their walls. Can they, do they really keg- do this? So it makes a noise. You can't really do that inside of a vagina. Oh, I think you probably can. <laughs> for real? I think so. You can put two, th- and I can barely do it with the dexterity of my fucking hand, bud. Like, it takes a minute. You're like, oh. Oh, no. Oh. I think you could pretty easily work a, a nice little rotation inside of a, inside of a vagina. I'm, a, I'm a 100% serious. I've seen fucking gals make change at the strip club before. Okay? I know. That just Make change. Tough. How do you make change? What is that? They're giving you a, a dollar, four quarters? <laughs> four quarters. Sometimes you could t- you could shout it out. Two quarters, uh, three dimes, uh, four nickels. No. Oh, 100%. I had this joke when I was like eight, and it was like, oh, guys. And I'd go up to adults, and I'd say, oh, I swallowed a quarter the other day. And they're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> relax. I go, I go, relax. Kids I swallow two dimes and a nickel. <laughs> like grumpy old men, dude. Is that a joke from grumpy old men? You don't remember that part? I've never seen the movie. You've never seen grumpy old men? I've you seen bits and pieces. You can't do anything else today. And maybe I stole that. You can't that, do anything else but today. But I would, I would say that when I was a kid. Little and daughter, I thought I made that up. He's telling, he's telling the little girl a story about Fuck Goldilocks. Me, my life is a He's telling a little story about Goldilocks to this little girl, right? The parents are worried because she swallowed a quarter. It's the grandpa, Jack Lemon's dad. And he's like, relax. Kids swallow quarters all the time. If she craps out two dimes and a nickels, then you got something to worry about, huh? I'm sure it's a running joke. It's a running joke. It's a running joke. It's a running joke. I thought, I thought I created that. Just like I thought I created, me and my stepbrother thought we created, I think, Sup. We were like convinced sup? that we like, came you up came up with, with sup. <laughs> G- we were convinced that maybe we were that we could take credit for sup. Um, and there was fucking one other dumb thing that I thought I could fucking take credit for. That's really oh, I remember like sitting in my bed. I don't know how the fuck old I was. Maybe high school or something. And I was like, man, really the only thing that is constant is change the only thing that doesn't change is the fact that change is gonna happen you know sure and i was like fuck I, oh i'm on one and then you see it's like on pillows and shit yep, and you're like totally man you know if i just spent my life living laughing Good and life. loving i think i'd have it figured fuck, out man yeah. i think i'd have it figured like, out oh, no. <sighs> and we talk. We take another break. Yeah, we're just about up against another break. I think now's as good a time as any. Yeah, because we have. Uh, we're gonna take a short break. This one's about uh, three minutes or so. 
And on the other side, uh, I think we're gonna sing some songs and and sing along. You know, maybe we'll do a little bit of this. On the other side of the break, we're going to have a little bit of fun. Yeah, we're not having any now. None. Welcome back. Last segment. Welcome back. You've almost made it. You Why are our segments out of whack? Did we go long? little humes. No, we just we put uh, we put three commercial breaks in, and normally there would only be two. one at the first one and two. So we did one at eight forty-five, one at nine thirty, and <laughs> okay. yeah, all good. Seth sent us a whole thing for the Monday show. Did you see that? I didn't. No, no, I didn't. Oh, okay. <clears throat> hey, one of your boys, uh, CBC <laughs> alum, uh, celebrated his uh, dispensary groundbreaking. Oh, which one, my boy? Larry did? Hughes. Oh, shit. Viola Man. with a couple of NBA stars, Al Harrington and Larry Hughes, uh, spoke out about uh, VMO. They're uh, one of the 11 vertical uh, groups, uh, but they're the only minority-owned vertically integrated company in Missouri. Group was also one of the top-scoring applicants across the board. Harrington's been in the industry for 10 years. Hughes joined him joins him in the Missouri venture. Uh, there are two dispensaries, uh, one's at 20th and Olive, the others off Cherokee Street on Iowa, and they're expected to open in April. Okay. So, wonder why Nelly didn't get in on it. I'll bet he's silent in one of them. I would think. I bet, he, bet he's got he's money. He's the in Budweiser it. guy now, isn't that? How about weird? that? What's up with that? From the Lou, and we're proud. What's up with that? Ooh, wee. What's up with that? <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to hit the dance music. I was like, I don't know if that works. <laughs> I wanted to have time to change it this morning, but I didn't. Um, what's up with that? A, first off, and B, sounds like somebody, uh, I like Larry Hughes. Yeah, sure. He came back and gave a bunch of and one shoes. I think he's been trying to do good for the community. 100%, yeah. Went to the Sixers for a minute. Yes. Slew. He, dude, he had a great little NBA career. Great little career. He's a champion. Man. Didn't he win with the Heat, maybe? Or Cavs? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, uh, and who was the other guy? Padraig Har- Harrington. <laughs> <laughs> second time the name Padraig's uh, come up in the last couple of days. What's that? Uh, <laughs> What's up with that? Uh, let's see. Larry Hughes. He used to wear sweatpants at CBC. <laughs> because he was Larry Hughes? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Nope, he did never won a title. I didn't think so. He was never an all-star. To bring That's up. hard to believe. Uh, he didn't have. I mean, he, he played he 13 seasons. Oh, he could have been better. That's all I'm saying. I'll tell you what. That's uh, <laughs> What was his What is his best year? What was his best year? What he averaged 20 points a game ever. Career average 14-1. That ain't fucking bad. 
Yeah, dude, he averaged 20. With the Warriors and the Wizards, he averaged uh, 22 points. 22 and 6. I'll take that. All day. I'll take that all, all fucking day. day all buddy. day long. And I'll have sex with him because this is the sex segment. <laughs> Not the sports well, segment. but it's also about drugs, and he opened up Viola Dispensary. Oh, That's cool, it. yeah. That's yeah. where we tied in. Yeah. Yeah. Not me having sex with Flair Hughes. <laughs> no, but I mean, I bet if you eased yeah. into it, it wouldn't be too yeah, bad. No. He, he got, I think he brought a bunch of and one shoes to CBC one time. Okay. I think I might have said that before. How about uh, this is, once again, I don't know if this is uh, sex or drugs, but it might be rock and roll, buddy. Uh, A rapper who said he was making a tribute to a legendary New York City hip-hop group was recorded shooting a flamethrower from the top of an occupied city bus in an unsanctioned stunt a transit agency spokesman called Absurd, Dangerous, and Just Plain Stupid. Bystander video taken in Brooklyn earlier this month gained attention on social media on Tuesday after a police union tweeted it as an example of the city becoming less safe. (laughs) It's Thunderdome out here, guys. There's a flamethrower on the city buses. That's pretty cool. The city's transit uh, agency said it was an unauthorized event performed by the rapper Dupree G.O.D. Uh, who said in an Instagram post that he was shooting a video tribute to the Wu-Tang Clan, the celebrated New York City hip-hop group. I don't see a problem with it. Dupree, who also refers to himself as the Flame G-O-D, posted drone footage of the effort. In an earlier Instagram post, he invited people to the area for ice cream, T-shirts, and champagne. And third-degree burns. <laughs> third-degree burns. A message-seeking comment their was left just gone. with Dupree. Uh, like, ice cream was a bad choice for the flamethrower. <clears throat> the Metropolitan uh, uh, Transportation Authority said 25 passengers on the bus were discharged at the next stop <laughs> and picked up by the next bus on the route. No injuries were reported. Live a little, you know. Those people are going to have a story to tell. We don't even need to say how absurd, dangerous, <laughs> and just plain stupid this was. MTA spokesperson Tim Minton yeah, said, it, The Thank reckless you. individual who torched over the top of an occupied bus put New Yorkers, including the bus operator, in life-threatening peril. Have they not seen any of the Marvel movies? Those people just destroy those cities at will. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> and I'll tell you, uh, I had kind of a... Ah, fuck. I think I lost it. Nope, there it is. Nope, there it is. Nope, there it is. There it is. Nope, there it is. Nope, wait, there it is. Wait. You were talking about the the fans (laughs) being able to fly you around? Yeah, I've seen a lot of jet suits lately. Dude, the jet suits are off the chains. BMW made one that goes 186 mile an hour. I saw that. That's fucking awesome. It seems like that would be real fucking hot and loud next to your face. Uh, I guess fuel's a problem. Well, fuel would certainly be uh, a problem. You know, you just got to cover yourself in fuel unless you run. What were we running off? Our our cars? Remember we were running our cars off of seed, of a male seed? Remember we were talking about that? Yes. You don't remember that? Yes, I do remember that. I do remember that. Yes. No, I do. (laughs) Yep. I remember that. We were just coming in gas tanks. That's (laughs) what we were doing. That's how you do wing seats. Or that one could probably run off shit because I'm sure you're shitting most of the time. Have you ever seen the hoverboard? They get those hot chicks on the hoverboards, and it's like 
six drones attached to each other and they go over the lake and they're like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just waiting for one of those chicks to get turned into some ham salata. You know what I mean? Like the <laughs> propellers slice them to bits. What's the thing that keeps what? us separate from... <laughs> <laughs> What's the thing that keeps us separate from AI right now, Steve? Jizzing and tripping. Like maybe some spirituality, maybe? Think robots are capable of spirituality? They're as capable as the dumb shit. We believe a 400 year old Buddhist temple in Kyoto is using a million dollar humanoid to reach a younger generation, but foreigners are repulsed by it. There you go. That's good. Sorry. My back hurts. The Kodaji temple in a partnership with the robotics team at Osaka university unveiled Mindar earlier this year. The robot is a six foot tall Android Made of silicon and aluminum and modeled after Canon, the Buddhist deity of mercy who preaches what is called the Heart Sutra in Japanese. Okay. With English and Chinese translations projected on a screen for tourists. Artificial intelligence has developed to such an extent we thought it logical for the Buddha to transform into a robot. Tenosho Goto, the chief steward of the temple, told AFP. That's about right. Obviously, a machine doesn't have a soul, but Buddhist faith isn't about believing in God. It's about following Buddha's path. So it doesn't matter whether it is represented by a machine, a scrap of iron, or a tree. Godo, a self-proclaimed fuddy-duddy priest, believes the robot will help reach the younger generation to help overcome pain and ease suffering, the goal of the Buddhist religion. It's here to save anyone who seeks help. Modern society brings other kinds of stress, but the goal hasn't really changed for over 2,000 years. After months of temple worship with the robot, Osaka University polled people about their experience, and many Japanese adherents expressed a positive interaction. Another temple goer added, At first, it felt a little unnatural, but the android was easy to follow. It made me think deeply about right and wrong. I felt a warmth you wouldn't feel from a regular machine. Hmm. Foreigners, however, are repulsed by it. Oh, of course. It could be the influence of the Bible, uh, but Westerners have compared it to Frankenstein's monster. Right. Goto added, <laughs> Japanese people don't possess any prejudices against robots. They should. We were brought up on comics where robots are our friends and Westerners think differently. What say you, sir? Mm. It's tough, man. It's hard out here being it's a robot tough. priest, dude. Tough, I fuddy duddy, fuddy duddy yeah. priest. I guess religion and AI will uh, seem together eventually, where <clears throat> that is God is the robot because we are going rapidly towards the advancement of. You know, cock cloning and glow in the dark clock, cock cloning. There's no feasible reason to think that most people won't be living in some sort of pod that feeds you and gets rid of your excrement while keeping everything alive as long as you can so that you can build some sort of virtual 
self in that world. <clears throat> so therefore, we will have created the universe and we'll have a God complex and finally understand that we are gods. But ultimately, there will be this race of people that thinks this reality, what we're in right now, is like what needs to be and what's real. So they'll say, I'm staying on. I'm staying here. I'm going to live in the woods in a cave. I don't want to be one of those people living in the in the fusion pod. It okay. It fuses you up into the whole thing. So we're there. We're there. We're getting there. We're there. We might be Dude, there. Every day that, you right know, now. people call John C. Lilly crazy for thinking that AI was basically created. Like there's already an AI super intelligence that acts as God in our lives. Yeah. But I'm not so certain that it was all that crazy, bud. No, it's not. It's exactly what's happening right now. And it's just been formulating this moment the whole time. That's our purpose here on Earth, to mm -hmm. create that. Sure. You going to play a song? And how many people have come before us that have figured that out, and then they got into a world where we're finding out, you know, fucking buildings and shit are obsolete, and everybody's going green. So you want to make everything that disappears after you're gone... You don't want to leave an impact. Once you get to that race of species, once you get to that that uh, point of the species that you understand that I can't, you know, we go camping and like leave it better than you found it. You know, eventually you'll get that about your race, about the species. You know what I mean? Like the human race that you say, oh, we need to leave this place. That means we don't leave any trace behind, but also we can enjoy this real world, but most of our shit's going to be virtual. We don't need all these things that like the thought of leaving something behind will totally change because we've always been dominated by conquerors who needed had to, to leave, leave their something. mark on the world. Yes. With the advent of all this shit, that'll totally go out the window. Hmm. Our mark will be, it'll be the Buddhist sand painting. It's like, this is my mark. And it's gone, baby. Whatever. Yeah. It took me hours and hours and hours and hours to do that. It's gone. See you later. Good. It seems good. like we're uh, <clears throat> pretty, um, I don't know, ignorant to think that we're living these lives that are so much more complex of people that didn't have computers and sure. shit. Like, sure. this is something that Buddhists, the, the you know, non-attachment, non-permanence, like something that they've been teaching for thousands of years. Understanding that, you know, what you do in this incarnation is is just that it's this incarnation so yeah. uh, you know you're gonna do it make make beauty because what the fuck else are you gonna do with your time yeah no, or are you gonna do it because you're trying to uh leave an impression on people or or, or you know leave a uh, a story to be told or something like that i always feel like you know the the best kind of story i mean how many how many unbelievable stories have been untold just because you know uh, that's the way someone's decided to lose. Like the whole, it's funny cause Bill Murray's a celebrity, right? But it's what, like my favorite thing about Bill Murray are like all these people with these random oh, internet yeah. stories where it's like Bill Murray crashed my, and yeah. he said, nobody will ever believe you. Yeah. Like that to me is awesome. Like yeah. somebody was mentioning the other night, <clears throat> Saturday night we were hanging out about, uh, you know, I, I, I had fucking said something and I don't think anybody really got the punchline. 
And my cousin leaned over to me and though she's like, aren't jokes for yourself like the best? And I was like, if you knew how often mm-hmm. Steve and I were telling mm-hmm. jokes for ourselves. We did three hours a day. We do three no, hours a fucking day, a buddy. Day you gonna play a song or we're gonna just wrap this thing up. Uh, what are you feeling? I'm oh, putting Oh, that's in. interesting. I didn't I'm know Twitch did that. How about them? That's apples? probably new with the new update. I did the new update. Yesterday. I just did it this morning. Oh, that's probably the new update. Please. Okay. Right on. That's interesting. Right on. You Song time is what they're saying. Song okay. time, Blunt Man to Kill said. Uh, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just going to thank our sponsors one more time. I would love yeah. to thank our sponsors because Native Hemp Extract right now has 1,800 milligrams of the best total cannabinoid oil I've ever used, and it's only $64 with the code HOSO. That's cheaper than you can buy it, right? It's part of what you get for actually tuning into the broadcast. Oh, yeah. But if you come in and mention it, I'm sure we can work something out. Uh, yeah. What we got here? Same here. Thank you, Mary Jane. That is from Jamela. I can't see that right now. Um, what you got? Oh, we got I'm, I'm, I'm James Carlton State Farm. That's what we got. I got a call yesterday. Of someone saying, you have no idea how much money James Carlton just saved me. Thank you so much for the heads up on that. And I said, no, thank you. Thank you. For putting a little trust in us for our sponsors. Because I'm not I'm not bullshitting around, Steve. Oh, you when have I say, oh, I'm a bullshitter. Yeah. I'm a bullshitter. Now. But when it comes to talking insurance, I'm going to tell you straight up, if you're not using James Carlton and you live in either Missouri or Illinois and you're not even a, just letting him quote your business – what are you Come doing? On. I'm trying to save you money. I'm trying Come to get you better on. coverage of the things that you love and the people that you love. And all you have to do is call 314-961-4800 and just give them a shot to quote it. If they can't beat your current situation, they're going to say, hey, look, I can't touch where you're at right now. But I'll tell you what, I'll keep an eye on these rates. And if for any reason anything changes, I'll give you a call back and we'll get this whole thing worked out. That's what we did with you, didn't it? Right yeah, out yeah. the gate. It's fucking awesome. Sweet Leaf Emporium makes a pretty damn cool space for us to come in here and have some fun. Uh, and I got to tell you, I am uh, I'm really excited to, to be a part of this team. I'm really excited to I, – I get excited when I see people actually see this space and see what we're capable of here, shooting ads for companies, having our buddy Adam McChesney taking those ads and managing other companies' social media so that they are funneling leads – the leads that they need, quality leads, people that want their services. That's what Adam McChesney's doing. He's saying, hey, guy over there and guy over there, Suck this guy out. right here, he's got what you need, man. He brings them in. He funnels them into your business where you then turn them into sales, lifelong customers. And if you're the kind of person we like doing business with, lifelong friends. Adam Bundren is going to help you buy your dream home. He's going to help you sell your old home. The The guy works his butt off, okay, to to make sure that your living situation is as good as a living situation can get, okay? That's weird. All right? Spanish Society, they're just this little place that's been around since the 20s that help people come from Europe and find a new life in America and help families bring each other over one at a time. And now it's a place where we gather to raise money and to to have all of the family under one roof. And uh, this Saturday, we're going to have a little Friendsgiving, okay? 
We're going to get the turkeys. You guys, it's a little potluck. Bring some dishes. Come and hang out. It's going to be a blast. Bring some, If you're coming in from out of town, why don't you go ahead and bring you some sleeping arrangements? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, Steve? I know what you're saying. Thank you guys for tuning in to the show. Uh, share with your friends. Tell them, let, let them know what's going on in the world. You know what I mean? You know, that's what you can do. That's what you can do to help us. We need your help. Just does